0: Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts, number one, Zach May, and I'm here with... Um, that's a, I feel like that's a really cheap name for you to pick,
1: but my name is Alexander Beardsley, and I am
0: the Pink Menace. That would have been a good one for you. Oh oh. Thanks. I'm just trying to give the people a a good preview of what it is. They're going to hear the name and be like, "Oh yeah. It's it's the Smitty episode as Number well one. as the Snow episode." So this is season 3, episode 6, Snowball Effect and One Crab's Trash. Indeed. Uh bangers. With mash,
1: yeah, the show Irish Bangers with while I watch Mash, and then after mash, yeah, what is that from after mash
0: it was a show about oh it was the a real sequel show? I, thought to MASH. Just, I thought it was
1: I thought it was a a joke from a different TV show.
0: nope, it's a real thing oh read a fucking book. So, uh, before we get into it, what's uh, what's going on? We've this is a pretty short break in between us recording it, so we'll see yeah. how much we have to talk about. So, uh, I
1: watched, uh, I watched the Boneyard match and the uh, fun, Firefly Funhouse match, uh, today. Those were the only matches I watched because thanks to me, the rest of them don't look like anything I would care about. Yeah, I, I watched would, I watched like one minute of uh the first match on day one which was the women's tag titles which I was like oh this might be cool and of course they botched within the first minute and I was like oh
0: <laughs> yeah
1: couldn't, um, couldn't yeah I, I don't want to say anything the more only than other that, ones just, I would <laughs>
0: recommend watching would be uh the next best would be orton edge was really good because it's false count anywhere so they like I can imagine it, well, it's that's last, pretty cool. Yeah. Or, uh, last man standing. So they they still go anywhere. Um Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn was pretty good and Kevin Owens uh I would watch Bryan, Sami Rollins. Zayn just
1: because they're two of the best
0: like work rate guys ever. Yeah, Daniel Bryan like beats the shit out of him. It's awesome. I mean like you know, it, like it looks like he's <clears throat> you know laying it in
1: yeah well i feel like uh everybody i mean so many people uh know Zayn and whatever but i feel like people forget that el generico was like a crazy like he did insane shit like way more insane than he does now like he was amazing back in the
0: day Uh, right this is all wrestling and wrestlemania for people who maybe are confused yeah uh right um
1: but then, uh, right. Uh, I would watch that one, uh, and I I didn't really watch it. But the the main event, the Drew versus Brock Lesnar, was after the Firefly Funhouse match, and I just like let it play. But I didn't really pay attention to it. I was like mostly yeah. on my phone, and w- from what it sounded like, I mean, I I looked, at, I glanced over at it occasionally, but. The commentary, it literally sounded like they both just spammed finishers the whole time. And that was the whole match. Just Well,
0: suplexes, you know.
1: Just Claymore and F fives, and that was that was all I, I got I got out of it.
0: That's literally what Goldberg Strowman was. It was like four spears and then four running power slams and that was it. Yeah, so bad. It's very weird. It's weird how those like, yeah, the supposed like
1: you know top spot on the card is like the the
0: you know the guys yeah. who, who don't do it's just shit names right yeah but now you know now it'll be different while drew's champ yeah it's more of a brock thing i think yeah. but uh what did you think of the firefly funhouse match so for those unaware it instead of Being in a live wrestling match in front of fans. Well, there were no fans at WrestleMania, but also this was like pre-recorded. It was, you know, it's edited in a way to be to tell a story, and it's it's kind of in the realm of wrestling, but there's only one like bit of it that's actual wrestling right at the end when. When Cena loses,
1: I I wouldn't even say there. I wouldn't even say there was any wrestling, personally.
0: Um, right, but it was good, right? I mean, it was more of a collage, like a parody of I really uh, like who it. John Cena's character is, and of just the wrestling history from WCW till now, essentially. Uh, yeah, you could say that, or even uh, before that, but um
1: yeah like i haven't been following the story at all but um i did like it i wish they would have done more with their feud uh i wish they would have like i think they could have had more fun with uh how bad their feud was like a few years ago and how it should have been amazing but it was trash compared to how good it could have been Mm -hmm. uh With like the cage match and everything, it was all it was all so bad. um, I like that the
0: uh, I like that the the whole thing was John Cena was out there to uh, to defeat the most overrated superstar, and then his whole battle was with himself. Well, yeah, I
1: mean it took the the Bray Wyatt like mind games into a whole uh, match essentially. And, and it was like a non-match as a result, which I really liked. Uh, and I think uh, a word that you were maybe looking for before was it's very cinematic, as was the Boneyard match. They're not actual wrestling matches. These are obviously uh, heavily produced and, uh, you know, written and, uh, you know, probably multiple takes for, for things, you know, to get them just right. Yeah. Um. So... And, and I'm okay with that. I don't care. Uh, I think... Right.
0: The first one, the Undertaker, AJ, was actually a match.
1: Well, right. It was a
0: fight. Yeah, but, for sure. But it's a match where it's a fight and you have to bury the other person. So it's not really a wrestling match either. Well, and it wasn't but it did in involve a wrestling, wrestling. either.
1: And, yeah. And I mean, there was like maybe two wrestling moves in the whole match. Other than that, it was just punches and throwing each other into stuff. Right. Uh, Which... I thought was a bit boring, but uh it was still like I like that cinematic shit. It's in the vein of The Final Deletion and Delete or Decay, which I was a big fan of uh which was from Impact a Yeah, I like Final now. And uh I think there's a, absolutely a place for that kind of stuff in wrestling, it's, and I'm sure and there especially are who right now with that, but I think i think that uh that's probably the true like evolution and like next step in what we do and it's kind of similar to like a lucha underground type thing that was very cinematic and uh heavily edited and heavily produced uh but uh yeah it was an interesting way. way
0: for uh wwe to put out these matches and give it something new since it can't be in front of fans Okay, so then yeah. we can just move on. To do you want to talk about anything else?
1: Um, no, uh, I think pretty much I said most of the same stuff uh, that I would say in the last episode. Been still trying to play Doom. Doom is like a weird thing. It's very, I don't know. I'm conflicted on it because it's like, uh it seems like the game wants you to just get through the level as fast as you can. But like, I'm trying, I want to like find all the secrets and shit. And it's like weird. Cause I don't think the game really like wants you to, it doesn't seem like it does, you know? Uh,
0: yeah. It's, I mean, that's good game design. It's, it's in a way it's it makes it harder. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah.
1: cause it shows you like the enemy count on the map. Like even at the very beginning, it tells you how many enemies are on the map and uh it makes me like when i'm like oh wow there's like 20 enemies i missed like i obviously missed like a few pretty big rooms with a bunch of shit in them you know right um and it's like it's weird so i don't know i'm still kind of stuck on that been playing a lot of animal crossing of course and uh a bit of phoenix right as well which is a fun game even though it's not really a game <laughs> kind of
0: is sure it is i mean it's a it's more of a visual novel um but uh you have it on switch yeah does it make you yell what do you mean like on the ds you would have to yell objection no no you just you just object yeah well, you know, I—it's funny because I
1: did a little bit of research on the game. It was originally a Game Boy Advance game, and it was ported to the DS. So the DS took advantage of that shit. It wasn't originally right. designed that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just cool.
1: Yeah, um, it's a fun game, though. I mean, it's it, it is fun because you do have to use your brain. It's more of a brain exercise than everything than anything. Like, uh, see what what uh, pieces of uh you know evidence you remember and what little things uh stick out as like, wait, that contradicts that, you know. Uh so it's kind of fun. But uh it's I mean, you know, just a bunch of wasting time going on here at the old uh house. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I've been working, at, you know, I work I've still I'm working five days a week in this past week uh well it obviously it broke up halfway through the week so i didn't get more th- i didn't get 6 days this week but i worked 6 days in a row and today's my first day off and then i got to work two more days in a row i have sunday off cuz the store is closed on easter which is not a typical thing but yeah they're doing it f- for and this year
0: the day after uh, this comes out is or the day before this comes out is going to be my birthday
1: yeah, so everybody wish Zach a happy birthday,
0: while washing your hands. Yeah, exactly. And with that, we'll uh, start getting to some sponge. Yeah, the uh, the ad that played before the
1: episode played was it was like wash your hands do 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 wash your yeah hands. <laughs> so dumb uh, don't be gross. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be gross. That's funny. Uh, yeah. So, uh, without further ado, are you ready,
0: Zach? Aye, aye, Alex. guy's about to jack off and we're back with snowball effect
1: indeed just before i forget you uh (laughs) i just because just because we did an uh, arrested development thing a second er, or mentioned it uh i used the term arrested development recently and i could tell nobody knew that i was just talking about the expression and not the sh- they all thought I was talking about the show. Yeah. It's like, no, it's, it's an actual like phrase. <laughs> like it's where the name for the show comes from, <laughs> which right. it's about, you know, typically alcoholics, uh, and things like that. Drug users who use when they're young, uh, stop developing as a result. <laughs> and that's arrested development. So, huh. uh, yeah, I
0: didn't really know that.
1: Yeah. Uh, It basically just means like you stop developing for some reason yeah
0: no i i can understand it
1: yeah yeah uh but it's usually like because you're an alcoholic or something uh so yeah uh this episode aired on february 22nd of 2002 uh, we have a storyboard uh, a trio of storyboard artists in Carson Kugler, William Reese and Mike Roth storyboard directors were Paul Tibbett and Kent Osborne writers were Tibbitt, Osborne and Meriwether Williams animation director was Andrew Overtoon and creative director was
0: the snowball monster himself Yes. The a- very same.
1: Uh, well, I don't know if he would be a snowball monster. Right. Because it would involve him getting wet. You love him. <laughs> you love to hate him. Derek Dryman. Drymon.
0: Yeah, man, This episode is starting with uh, some real footage of icebergs. Yeah. In like Antarctica or something. Yeah. Some, Somewhere cold.
1: Something like that. Somewhere where there's icebergs.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking about lettuce.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: talking about the thing that did in the Titanic, the murderer.
1: Yeah. It's uh some, I guess some, yeah, some kind of stock footage they got a hold of. Uh, There's like an iceberg. There's another iceberg. And then there's like icebergs crumbling into the water. Uh, As yeah. the narrator Tells us what's happening
0: Right he basically explains That usually icebergs Are only in polar regions But Sometimes they stray Into warmer waters and we see The typical bikini Atoll island and uh, You see an iceberg Just kind of make its way onto the screen And then it Starts going under the water and you can see snowflakes coming down so we see that the uh, the
1: camera goes under the water not the iceberg just for clarification yeah
0: yeah exactly um so this is this must have been how it happened before when it snowed
1: yeah uh, i guess right i mean right they never explained why it snows they in uh the christmas episode they just uh say that it snows around Christmas essentially. <laughs> or we yep. see that it snows. So anyway, the uh we get the 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 fish, you know, the uh what would you call it? Plastic. He's like fish the announcer fish. Yeah. Um but not yeah like the the one that isn't animated, the one that's not drawn. Uh it's a picture of a fish with an animated mouth.
0: When will he learn?
1: And, uh, right?
0: I'm a realistic fish head.
1: Yeah, realistic fish head. There you go. And uh, he's wearing, I believe you call it, I think those are called, I don't know, am I getting confused? I want to say those are called bomber hats, but I might be wrong.
0: No, I believe that is what it is. Like okay. the Russian style hat.
1: Yeah, yeah. With the ear flaps and the, the fur on top. I used to have yeah. one. They're super
0: warm. Uh... Yeah, so he is already, uh, you know, he's already feeling the effects of the snow. You know, it's been cold for some time. He's just explaining to us, really, it's not on TV or anything. He's just saying that it seems like Old Man Winter paid them a visit, and he brought with him not a pillow or a sheet, but a blanket, a blanket of snow, that's like one of my most memorable lines of his to me.
1: I remember, yeah, I remembered the blanket part too. We both. It was funny because I mean, I assume there's a little bit of delay because we're on we're talking over the internet. um,
0: and we're trying to start it at the same time
1: right when you said it we both said that line as we were watching it and like as i said it it was like perfectly synced up when i heard it come from you yeah and it was like funny i was like oh wow (laughs) it really felt like we said it at the exact same time uh of course
0: we're still not in person
1: Which, right, which actually leads me to a specific memory I have of watching this episode new, which I will get to in a few minutes when we get to the part. Uh, But I have something that's kind of actually very related to what I just said in a way, Uh, which is funny because this is one episode that I do specifically remember watching when it was brand new. Uh, But... Anyway, it is also funny how you mentioned it's like, it's not on TV, but he is announcing it like it is on TV because otherwise, why wouldn't it just be the narrator saying this stuff?
0: Right. He's presenting to us. It's an interesting little uh, bit that hasn't really happened yet.
1: I feel like it is supposed to be for like a TV spot, but it's not. Right.
0: It's not actually on a TV. Right. Right. It's
1: yeah. It's it's kind of funny in that way.
0: It's on our TV. But uh, yeah, right. basically, uh, he explains that from jellyfish fields to residential abodes, and it shows uh, crab's you know, like house. Like a jellyfish and crab's house um, to bustling downtown, it's nothing but the white stuff. And there's a cool little thing where uh, their traffic lights are actually just like a sign that says stop and go. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it changes, like it has a, a layer of snow above it. And when it changes, that layer of snow like, is still sticking out as the sign goes down and back up. It's a funny little gag.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that. What I did notice, that's, that's a couple of gags all at once because he also says bustling downtown, which all it is is an empty street with no buildings on it. And yeah. just a, just a sign with nothing else, so it's not nobody it's, drives. It's not bustling, is the joke basically? Yeah. Ah, uh, but yeah, I I nothing get nothing but the white stuff. I get what you're saying, yeah, nothing but the white stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Uh so and then we see uh, SpongeBob's house, and uh, he's very excited for the snow as he opens his door, and as the narrator says local residents are taking notice he puts on his little like santa-ish hat it's not yeah. like a full-blown santa hat it i mean i guess it is it it doesn't it it's have, small yeah it doesn't have the same like the right shape it's like a tiny one yeah
0: right it almost looks like it's just like a funnel but then on top of his head
1: but then Gary also puts on two little hats on his eyeball one for each of his little eyeballs and yeah. uh, those look a bit more Santa-ish and, yeah, then, and they're taller yeah and we and then we see some uh, some children building snow creatures there's like a snow whale and uh they actually have sea urchins for the eyes which is kind of funny uh yeah yeah that's like their version of coal, I guess. <laughs> Not that Fish. I ever used coal, you know, but that's like traditionally. Right. Whoever, what, whoever
0: had, had coal laying
1: coal around. Coal laying around, right. That's such like an old fashioned thing. Uh, but then we see a good gag of the uh, these boys made a really nice looking mermaid uh, out of snow. And each of these boys has a, a rather large snowball in their hands. Uh, and there's two of them, and there's two of them, and uh, at the point that we see it, the the mermaid uh, is completely flat-chested. So just to give you an idea, what's going on there?
0: Right. So it looks like they're about to build in the boobs. It's yeah, basically... they're about to
1: install the boobs onto the the sculpture. Which yeah. good for them. You know, very artistic.
0: Kids. Right, because right now, like, as it stands, it looks more like, uh, you know, the face is kind of strange. I'm looking at it right now. I would say it looks kind of like a weird Conan O'Brien mermaid <laughs> with a flat chest.
1: Yeah, very like, flat.
0: Like, literally just flat. Yeah, there's no defining anything. Yeah. So it's not really male or female at that point. Right. Just a And it's hidden. Like, if you blink, you would miss that gag.
1: Right, right, totally. And it's
0: probably because, you know, I guess the more people that see it and get what's going on, you know, like if kids get it, maybe right. it's not suitable. I don't know. Uh, probably, right.
1: Not It has to be a very, like, quick, like, you have – and they can't come right out and say it. Like, hey, we're going to put boobs on it. You know, they just yeah. have to <laughs> – have to insinuate it and then we see crabs of course uh who does a a snow sculpture of a dollar bill it's huge a large dollar bill right uh because he loves money and uh (laughs) yeah money we
0: see we see uh mrs puff and she has a funny little thing where she goes to her boat and she notices that it's covered in snow we've all been there right But she's a blowfish, so she takes in a bunch of air and just blows all the snow off, gets in the car, drives, and you see the big snow pile that's left there, and Fred comes out of it, and he's like, Hey! (laughs) You know, she just blew it all on top of him.
1: Uh, Yeah, and it's... uh, Then we're at the uh, chum bucket, and it's Plankton, who, uh, of course analyzes it in a funny way. He's like drops of rain frozen into ice crystals.
0: I can't hear you. Like,
1: I don't know. It's just funny. Uh, I, I shall harness their energy and rule the world. And of course, because he's a tiny little boy, the snowflakes are large enough to, uh, like when they land on him, it's like a pile of snow on his head and they keep piling up. And of course he's like, Stop! I wish to rule you!
0: Right. He's very excited to use the the energy from the snowballs to somehow rule know, the world. A, yeah, make like a torture device or something. Right.
1: Uh, we cut to Patrick who is super excited to make a snow angel and he's like he, you know, drops down on his back and uh fl- flails. Yeah, flails yeah. very quickly. He's laughing and he gets up and then there is as we can see it's just a perfect circle that he made. Because right. that's what would happen with his body, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean we could do that too if we reached if we could all the reach way out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um he doesn't really know how to make one. Yeah. You're not supposed to touch your feet but uh yeah it's a funny little thing classic patrick and then he gets hit with a snowball when he's like first he's like oh he kind of looks upset about the snow angel he yeah. gets hit and he's he looks over and he sees spongebob whistling there's you some know looking all nonchalant right right whistling
1: and this is a fun patrick just being dumb gag he's like Thanks a lot. While you were just standing there whistling, someone threw a snowball at me. And, uh, it's funny because, like, (laughs) I don't know. This is funny because it's like, Patrick doesn't get it, uh, spongebob is like continuing the joke like oh really did it look like this and he and he throws it right at his right at his eye actually right but we
0: can't see spongebob throw it we just see patrick and then it come on the screen but we're to assume that patrick watched him throw it
1: (laughs) yeah well patrick yeah patrick's definitely looking right at him uh but yeah it hits him in the eye and and so his eyes are covered in snow and then they open and they still have snow around them, you know, just like a funny little thing. And then he's like, this is serious. SpongeBob. Someone's after me. Yeah. He,
0: he doesn't quite understand still what's going on. Right. And he thinks SpongeBob thinks it's some sort of joke, but it's, it's for real. You know, he's going to be assassinated perhaps, but, uh, he he says that even he may need to leave town.
1: Yeah. Uh he thinks he's like being stalked.
0: Right. But SpongeBob tells him that um, it was him. He's like, "We're having a snowball fight. Don't you get it?" And they're not really. I mean, he's trying to provoke one, but right now it's a one-sided bullying attack. But Patrick is down.
1: Yeah. Uh he he says, "I want to play. I want to play and uh Spongebob has to walk him through what a snowball fight is, I guess. Uh, And he says, well, first you have to make a snowball. And he goes, oh yeah, a snowball. And this is the part that I specifically remember like, uh, and why I remember watching it live. Because for whatever reason, I I was on the phone with my neighbor, uh, Josh, who's the same age as me, and we were watching it together uh, while we were on the phone and oh, that's, i i specifically that's cool. yeah i specifically remember this part because this was when i realized that there is like at least back then there would be like a delay and uh my tv was like a few seconds faster than his tv because i remember talking to him about this And being like, oh, he makes a, oh, he made a cube. And then he would be like, oh, he made a cube, like a few seconds later. Like, so I was seeing things just a little bit before him somehow. I don't know how that works. Cable providers or what? I don't know. Uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it varies by television sometimes too. Like now it's very much so. It can even be minutes. between between streams at least like if i'm streaming a a sports event and then people are texting me like dude and i'm like stop give me like give me five minutes oh (laughs) you know don't text me spoilers like i'm watching soccer i don't want to know that there's something gonna happen like or a goal specifically like just let me enjoy it as it happens (laughs)
1: So, right, Patrick tries to make a snowball, but at first he makes a cube, which would be very hard to do. That's the gimmick here, is that he can't make a ball, but he can make these compli- complicated shapes. So first he makes a square. Uh, that's not right. So he tries to make another one. It comes out as a pyramid, which would be even harder. And then, of course, not to one-up himself, for the thir- his third attempt at making a, a snowball, he makes like a model of a dna strand which a double helix yeah which would be like obscene and that was another thing i remember was that my friend didn't know that that's what that was supposed to be dna i remember him being like what like really yeah huh i mean we were in like fifth grade i think so it's like fair to like not know what dna is or what it looks like but
0: sure i remember
1: uh, i don't know i was i was always a pretty smart kid i guess
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah. So just like you mentioned, uh, the joke is that he can make even the most like impossible thing out of snow, but not a ball. He doesn't know how yet. And it comes back a little bit later, which I think is funny. So SpongeBob, of course, being the good friend, he makes a snowball. He's like, well, Patrick asks him for help. Right. He's like, can you help me make one instead of helping him? He just gives him one. And he's like, "Oh, thanks, buddy!" It throws it right in his face. <laughs> yes. And, and SpongeBob is he like gets knocked off his feet and th- flung back with snow all over, and he's shocked. He's like, "Patrick, how could you?" He's like, "Well, it's a snowball fight, remember?" Oh yeah, ha ha ha. Just and like, then the, duh. and then
1: they like <laughs> they like face off. Uh, they like both get like an angry look on their face, and they are, like, staring each other down, and then they both take off running in opposite directions so as to establish base for the snowball fight.
0: Yeah, and there's little snow piles on each side. And
1: we can just see uh, snowballs uh, flying across the screen as we pan up to Squidward's windows, and we see Squidward inside of his house, sitting by the fire, feet up uh, with a uh, nice uh, moose- Sculpture, and of course, it's Squidward's head with like antlers on it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, I guess it's not a moose, it, it, but it that you know, it's a it's meant to be one of those things where you put a deer head on your wall or whatever, right? Uh, but it's Squidward's head with antlers because all of Squidward's artwork is him, yeah, and it's beautiful. He is excited for his warm fire, his cozy slippers and piping hot cup of tea with a lemon wedge as he picks up the lemon wedge to squirt it into his tea. It, of course, goes directly into his eye, which forces him to drop the tea and it goes to the ground and breaks and yeah. uh, classic Squidward. And yeah, he even, (laughs) I love it. He's like, why do I even bother? Like, I can't, (laughs) I can't do anything. Like the whole world is out to get me. Even the lemon and the tea.
0: Right. I love the word pipe or the term piping hot as well. Interesting. Uh, I think since, I think you should leave. And uh, there's uh, another one. What is it? Uh, Bedtime stories with Tim and Eric. Mm. Um, but the just the use of piping hot, it's piping hot.
1: <laughs> yeah, this gazpacho burned my lips.
0: Yeah, it's piping hot. It must have warmed up. <laughs> um, did, uh real side real quick side note? Did, have you ever seen that Hulk Hogan movie, uh, or at least the clip from it where he's like in a in a cave or something, and he puts his hand under this like water that's uh like dripping down and he's like ah oh, it's not hot
1: <laughs> yeah that's a that's a uh, dungeon of doom promo
0: oh okay that's not, what it
1: is is it is that what they were called dungeon of doom oh yeah it is dungeon of doom yeah so kevin sullivan and the like he had a big stable at this time they were feuding with hulk hogan when he first came to wcw and was not hollywood hogan yet and that's what he does he's he yeah he puts his hand under the water and goes ah, it's not hot, which is, like...
0: Then why'd you a, pull your hand away? Yeah. Which is
1: just, like, yeah, it's, like, a, one of those things where it's, like, what the fuck was that supposed to mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, yeah. So back on SpongeBob, uh, Squidward yells at them to keep it down, and it's funny, because it sounds like they're doing, like, woodworking and all sorts of... They're building stuff. Right. Uh, and as we look out, you can see just Patrick like smoothing his hand on it, makes it sound like a saw and right. SpongeBob just like padding on his to make it. It sounds like hammers.
1: Right. And their, uh, their, their forts are just like mounds of snow, but SpongeBob's is like nice and neat. And Patrick's is like sloppy looking. Yeah. Uh, but Squidward is there. He opens this window, which I feel like typically he doesn't have like closable windows up there.
0: They're typically just open, you know. uh, It depends, because, I don't know, sometimes they are and sometimes they're not.
1: Well, I know Spongebobs are always like that, but yeah. Yeah, Um, I
0: I think for the most part, Squidward's usually are, too. I don't Um, know. I, I can just
1: specifically remember him looking out with nothing there. And like talking to them in an episode, but I don't know. I don't, I can't remember which one anymore, but um, yeah, but he opens it
0: up and he is uh, greeted by SpongeBob who tells him that Squidward should enlist in his army. He says, join me and together we'll defeat the pink menace. And Patrick goes, that's me. <laughs> yes. Like he's in on it too. It's like a story. He's, he's the bad guy kind of. Um, and Spongebob tries to get real into it.
2: Squidward! You're just in time to enlist in my army! Join me, and together we'll defeat the Pink Menace! That's me! I can start you off as a buck private, but with hard work, perhaps you can rise through the ranks and become a regular private! Thanks, but no thanks, Major Stupidity! You and General Nonsense over there will have to fight without me!
1: Just then, a snowball comes in and puts out his. He ducks so it doesn't hit him in the face and it puts out the fire. It lands in the
0: fire and puts it right out. Scrover's pretty mad. So he has a fireplace upstairs uh, in his art room. Yes. Well, we know
1: that because he just got up and from the fire. To go to right. the window. So
0: that's what I'm saying. That's that's one. You'll see why it's important. Uh, so It's not Spon- important, but yeah, I know what you're getting at. Right. Uh, it's like a funny <laughs> little thing to point out. Uh, uh, the boys aren't even bothered by the snowball putting out Squidward's fire, even though he's mad about it because it cuts right back and SpongeBob is calling Patrick a fool and he's talking war trash Like, this was over before it started. I will now consider your unconditional surrender. And then uh, he gets blasted in a face, or in the face, by a snowball falling down. And he's completely covered in snow now. A
1: snow cube, rather, because we can see Patrick has made a pile of cubes. He still can't make a ball.
0: Yeah, he has a bunch of them behind his fort. Uh, But he's like, I will now consider your unconditional surrender. (laughs) dir <laughs> Patrick you fool this was over before it started I will now
1: consider your unconditional terrain Durr. it is funny too he like uh sinks into the snow as he says that so it's like a deflating kind of thing and uh
0: uh Spongebob gets serious it's like so that's how he wants it to go down spongebob removes the santa type hat to reveal that he actually did have a funnel underneath it and that's why it was the shape perhaps
1: oh yeah i guess that's right um and even though even though yeah the funnel is a lot bigger than the hat but still it's fine Uh, He scoops up some snow into the funnel, just scoops it right out uh, from the ground, puts the funnel into his head, into a hole on the top of his head, we can assume, and he leaps on top of his fort, inhales, which makes a, like, shotgun cock sound, and then, uh, yeah, just starts letting it loose. He, He puts his body into a position, like, if he were trying to, like, take a shit or like let out a big fart or something right but he's
0: shooting these snowballs out of his holes yeah basically
1: like a yeah he's just
0: feeding he's feeding snow in and then pushing it out and the shape of it is making it a ball uh pretty pretty clever maneuver really yeah he he's screaming ah and it's like right
1: uh and he just like it's like a barrage of snowballs onto uh patrick and uh it looks like patrick gets completely like covered in them but then he he stands up behind the pile and he's got like a big <laughs> a big like long like row of snowballs sticking off of his forehead like there's one on his forehead yeah like he hit then, the
0: same spot like 10 times right like right in a row
1: and but Patrick stands up with the goofy smile and is like, you missed me.
0: Yeah, ha, you missed me. but It's technically not true. He did hit you. (laughs) Yeah, a lot. Right. Um, Uh. So then he starts shooting them again and they're going in Patrick's mouth. Uh, And it looks like he, like for a while his whole mouth is filling up and it's much bigger. Uh, But then it cuts to this slow motion scene that I think a lot of people will remember where the snowballs come in and they hit the back of Patrick's throat and they're like pulling his skin backward right like his whole face is pulled back by it um yeah well it's uh
1: Right. At first, it's like, you can see them hitting, like, the back of his throat, essentially. Yeah. Which, there's a gag like this in an earlier episode, too, because I remember mentioning that, where it's like, the back of his throat is, like, the back of his neck, too. Yeah, and too. hooky. Yeah. Um, right, right. And... So, at first, it's like, it's doing that, then it cuts to a shot where... Uh, he's got, like, one eye, like, kind of, like, twitchily closed, so it looks like he's, like... I don't know, like catatonic, like he can't do anything about this. It's just, they're all going into his mouth and he just has to sit there and take it kind of thing. Yeah. And they're just piling up in his mouth and then cuts to another shot of them just going in. uh, And then it cuts to the slow-mo shot, which is like my one that I really like where you again, see them hitting the back of his uh, throat, leaving, you know, uh, stretching his skin out on the back of his neck, so to speak.
0: Right, and uh, that that shot specifically, uh, it it kind of confused me as a kid, because at first it almost looks like they're like rubber banding and being shot back at SpongeBob, because you think maybe that's what would happen, but when you watch it, it it really doesn't look like that, you know. But but to me, I always thought, wow, those should like bounce back and hit SpongeBob, right? But they don't. They just go into his mouth yeah um or dissolve i guess i I get where
1: you're saying yeah how how it would look like that but i never thought of it that way but it is meant i mean there is like this weird like war motif going on in this episode and it is supposed to be i don't know if it's a specific reference to a movie it very well could be but it's definitely one of those like where you see a guy getting lit up in a war movie like yeah in In slow-mo yeah kind of like the platoon one but that's a little bit uh if you don't know if you haven't seen platoon it's heavily parodied in tropic thunder in when uh Ben Stiller's character at the beginning when they're actually filming the movie like drops down to his knees and he's like supposed to be getting lit up by bullets that's that's directly ripped off from the movie platoon and it's Willem Dafoe who's getting shot in platoon really good movie worth watching and you can learn something about the vietnam war
0: there you go so uh patrick next he he gets back to his mouth filling up with snowballs he uh swallows them all and breathes out some cold breath he's like whoo you know like finally it's done but then you hear like a you know like a gun cocking and then he Uh, reloaded yeah
1: and now it's like a single stream going into his mouth and they're piling up. He can't they're going in so fast that he can't just swallow them now. And uh his mouth is like overfilling to the point like to a comical point where his mouth is now at, like as large as his entire body basically.
0: Right. And it even out of like his back now, like the back yeah, of yeah. his mouth. Yeah, yeah, you can see the clumps of
1: snowball. Yeah, you can see like out. the lumps on the back of his neck and stuff. So he runs to Squidward's house for help. He doesn't yeah. know what to
0: do. Banging and on the door. Squidward actually comes to the door. You know, he... After getting his uh, his fireplace ruined, I guess he was just chilling.
1: Also worth noting that uh,
0: nobody changes their
1: outfit outside of SpongeBob's hat, but it... Like, Patrick is wearing his normal clothes, Spongebob's wearing his normal clothes, but Squidward does wear a sweater in this episode.
0: Right, it's the same color and everything as his regular shirt, but it's a turtleneck with stripes on the the neck and uh, wrists. Yeah. No chain, though. Of course. No light beer, either. Sipping on a light tea so uh patrick runs up and he's clearly like his mouth is full his eyes are pointing opposite directions and he can't breathe it's pretty clear that he's
1: choking right right um and this is great yeah because squidward even though squidward's like the smart one he's not able to
0: to piece that together he's like or uh, he does know and he just doesn't care
1: uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's I like think, the it It's Always Sunny like episode. He doesn't know, but I don't know.
0: Have you seen the It's Always Sunny episode from this last season where Frank's choking? I I can't remember. Frank's choking, and uh, he like looks at each one of them, and they all kind of look worried-ish, or they have different looks on their face. Oh, right. And he looks at Dennis, and Dennis just looks right back at him with like this... like crazy face yeah 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 i do remember that yes
1: yes now he's gonna
0: die (laughs) like (laughs) yeah and so uh squidward maybe you know doesn't care but he's talking the whole time he's like oh patrick what an unpleasant surprise nothing like a game of charades because he's pointing at his mouth and dancing around but then patrick swallows and he like looks okay and he's like I was trying to tell you I was choking on snow, but the snow melted and turned to water, and I drank all the water, and now I'm better. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Squidward's still just door. like, whatever.
1: <laughs> yep, and then Patrick dances, or er, he does dance again, but he knocks first, and then he dances. Uh, he does the, the pee-pee dance, as they say. Yeah. As he has to go pee-pee, so he's holding his crotchal region. Uh, or he's got his hands down that way, you know uh, yeah and he's dancing around trying to stop the piss from coming out. And he's like, can I use your bathroom? And he says, uh, Patrick, go use your own bathroom. It's like, yeah, it is it's like 10 feet away, bro right uh, And he's like, I don't think I can make it, please And this is classic. please, no, please, no, please, no. please. okay, make it quick.
0: And then, and then instant r- relief on Patrick's face as he says, yeah. oh, that's okay. <laughs> so clearly he's like, oh, I just peed myself. It's okay. I don't need to go. Yeah, yeah, right. Like,
1: after all that, he just ends up pissing himself. And,
0: <laughs> and it's all good. Uh,
1: but then SpongeBob intervenes, and he's like, aha, aiding the enemy. I've caught you red-handed, Squidward. And Squidward is, like, trying to, like, he he actually is a little bit, like, I don't know. He's, right, he tries to explain himself. Right, instead of
0: being, like, shut up, Spongebob. <laughs> like, right, he's like, no, look, I was just... And then yeah. Spongebob throws a snowball, Squidward ducks again, lands in his downstairs fireplace... Yeah, I mean,
1: presumably that's the reason why I said it's it's not that big of a deal because it's it's just meant to be like a funny gag because it's the exact same shot as before. It's definitely the same fireplace as before, but yeah, right. But it it's goes, on a different floor. It's the it's the wrong floor. You're right. Uh, then this enrages Squidward to the point of picking up a snowball himself and raising his hand in anger, so to speak. And uh, Squid or SpongeBob is like he gets real big eyes. He's scared of the of of Squidward, you know, uh, throwing it at him. But then Squidward, uh, I'm sorry, Patrick, uh, Patrick says, says right. Squidward's on my side. Squidward is like, no, I'm not. And then SpongeBob's like, well, then he's on my side. And he's like, no, SpongeBob, I'm not on your side either. I'm on nobody's side. Snowball fights are for immature children, and I will not stoop to your level. So he puts the snowball right. So he
0: he was going to throw it in anger, but Squidward actually does get, you know, he is... I don't know. I mean, it's not really violent. It's more fun than anything. Uh, You know, it's all in good fun, but he... He is trying to be like, hey, I'm better than you because I'm not doing this. And he says, if you two want to knock each other's brains out with snowballs, kindly leave me out of it. And then goes back in and slams the door. And uh, yeah, and we can just hear. uh,
1: We see Squidward on the inside of his house and we can just hear the boys on the outside. Patrick goes, come on, SpongeBob. Let's go knock each other's brains out.
0: I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, and then Squidward, this immediately changes Squidward's whole interpretation of the whole thing. Cause now he's into it. He's like, Oh, and he imagines uh SpongeBob getting hit with a snowball and his whole brain comes out of his ear basically. And he's like, okay, Patrick, it's out. And Squidward loves the thought of that. So he is like, he pulls up a chair to one of the windows and he's like, Nothing wrong with getting a front row seat, I suppose. And then, of course, the boys are outside shaking hands. And he is not a fan of that. He wanted the entertaining uh, brain knocking out. Yeah. And so he's like... uh, He comes outside to talk to them. And he's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be knocking each other's brains out as he's punching his head. Boom, boom, boom.
0: Um it's uh another classic squidward ruining you know what he finds out that oh well you know maybe this is what i want and then it always goes south that's just kind of a classic squidward thing right but spongebob shows him that they signed a peace treaty and he's like you were right fighting's for children and squidward (laughs) of course you know he doesn't care about what he said he's like no 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 i misled you it uh it's for adults too He's like, here, give me that. And he grabs the peace treaty, rips it up into pieces and says, there, let the war continue. And then, of course, I mean, the boys know what they're doing. Their forts were very complex societies, right? So he's like, Squidward, that wasn't the peace treaty. That was a copy of the peace treaty. Like, duh, why would we be holding the the original document, you clown? Yeah,
1: uh, right. They they already wrote a peace treaty, signed it, and made copies of it in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, right, and uh, and he's like, "You two are giving up too easily, Patrick." Pretend I'm SpongeBob, and this is a classic thing because, of course, the boys can't understand the like pretending thing, like the well, Squidward.
0: Instance. Squidward also does a really bad job at this time.
1: Uh well he says pretend I'm SpongeBob and then Patrick says well who am I and he says you're Patrick SpongeBob of <laughs> course is, it wants to be someone else and uh says can I be Mr Krabs and he says no but then Squidward thinks about it and he goes wait <laughs> wait why
0: <laughs> cuz
1: it's like why would you want to be him
0: right <laughs> He's like he's a good leader <laughs> He's just like uh, will you butt out as if like that doesn't matter. Like it's not. It does. It's not important to what we're doing. We just need two people.
1: This is but, what I'm saying. It's not Squidward's fault. It's them just being
0: stupid. No, I'm because... saying the reason that he's going to get hit with the snowball is his own fault. Because he says, okay. you know, I'm SpongeBob. You're Patrick. Squidward throws a snowball at Patrick, right in his eyes. He's like, now yeah. what are you going to do? And of course, Patrick throws it back at him, because they're still pretending. Right? Squidward should have said, like, no more pretending or something. Because yeah. he's like, Patrick, why didn't you hit SpongeBob? He's right. Like, well, that, you that said is, you were SpongeBob, SpongeBob. That is
1: true. They did goof up there. I just mean that, ah, uh, never mind. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it is kind of his own fault. You're right. Uh, and he said, yeah, you said you were SpongeBob, SpongeBob. And he's like arg, right, it's true, Mister Squidward. Which is SpongeBob being Mister Krabs, even though it was never like, like Squidward never. Yeah, I don't know. It's just funny. They're going on with this. Right, pretend he's like, thing "Yeah, I am
0: gonna be Mister Krabs."
1: There's no rules in this pretend universe yeah. where it's like anyone can be anybody, but <laughs>
0: right, I don't know. It's true, uh, Mister Squidward. Now get back to work. I got, 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 got.
1: Yeah, and it, uh, Squidward is like, <laughs> let's just say for all in. Tents and purposes that I, Squidward, am now part of this war. And it's just funny because Squidward like couldn't care less about this a minute ago, but now that the war is over, he's like, Alright, well, I'm gonna enter the war. So now like you guys have to be a
0: part of it. But he's trying yeah. to just get them to fight, really, is the end. So right. he's, he's gonna you know, make this whole plan on how this game is gonna continue, basically. Cause he says, you know, I'm part of this war now, and and as he goes to talk, he's interrupted, because SpongeBob just instantly is like, if you're in this war, then where's your fort? It's like, I don't have one. O- okay, okay, now, he's like, you gotta have a fort, Squidward. You know, they're they're <laughs> they're like ruining everything that he's doing or trying yeah. to
1: do. Forts win wars, Squidward.
0: Yeah, such a great <laughs> line of wisdom from. <laughs> SpongeBob. Yeah. SpongeBob knows that, right? Ugh. And Squidward's like just trying to get them to shut up. He's like, "Okay, you want a fort? There, there's your fort." He just makes a little tiny bunch of snowball or oh, of snow. Small, yeah, yeah. And Patrick's mound. like, "Your your fort's too small, Squidward." He's like, "It's it's okay, Patrick. It's just a demonstration." Now, and then SpongeBob won't even let him go. You know, they're like, it, "If you're entering this war." You got to be legit, dude. You got
1: to do better than that, right? They
0: don't understand this demonstration, this hypothetical. They're like, no, this is this just doesn't make sense. The, you know? yeah,
1: that's it's it's carried over from what the, from before, where they just can't understand the demonstration. Yeah, but. he's
0: like, that thing would never protect you. It's downright puny. <laughs> I love SpongeBob, like in his fort
1: yeah yeah i know that is definitely a diss and he's like trust me it's fine and just then patrick just heaves a ball right at snowball or right at squidward's
0: face and uh <laughs> squidward of course uh well the timing from spongebob it like hits him and spongebob is the one still talking he's like see it's too small <laughs> And, like, yeah, duh, and he you idiot. Too,
1: right? not, not if I crouch down. I mean, you you didn't give me a chance to cr- even crouch down. Uh, and he does. And, of course. Uh, right? He's like, he's, see, down here, I'm perfectly pff, exposed. <laughs> right. Gets hit with another snowball in the face. And he's like, would you two please? And then he gets hit with another uh, snowball. Stop throwing another snowball. Snowballs. And then Patrick pauses. And then, and then throws it
0: yep Yep. uh it's it's funny because first he's just like this this is my fort whatever it's a fort and then they're like no it sucks and he's like well no i mean i yeah i can make it work you know then he actually cares it's it's funny get into
1: it little by little right he's like no i didn't
0: even get a chance to crouch down come on guys (laughs) well right
1: and also he does i think it's it's squidward's like pride he doesn't like being told that it's not good enough by them. You know, it's like, it's one of those things where he's like, well, no, it, it's fine. It's good enough. See if I crouch down and then it's like, and that's, it's like them constantly like being like, no, you suck Squidward. That is getting him pissed off. Also, the snowballs to the face don't help, but he, he grabs a snowball of his own at this point and tosses it off of boys. his face.
0: Right. Uh, I feel like he pulled it from the snow off his face. Maybe not. It, it doesn't be. really matter.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, it misses the boys and goes into his house, putting out his fire
0: for a third time. Um, right, but he did it himself this time. That's right. The joke. Yep. Stupid and little squid. Uh,
1: that's when the spun the boys are the the boys turn around and they're like, "Squidward, return fire." Then it's war. (laughs) Right. uh, Squidward is real nervous. He's like, no, I was just giving a demonstration. And the boys are back at the other fort uh, across from Squidward. And they're just heaving balls at him. He's just getting pelted because his fort sucks. And uh, he eventually gets... They throw so many snowballs that he just becomes a snowman, and a little hat even falls falls down from the sky and lands on his head.
0: <laughs> right, and he gets so angry that he breaks out of it. He's pissed. Yeah, now. he hasn't even and had he, a chance to to do anything, and he he grabs a snowball, throws it, and hits SpongeBob right in yeah. the face. Yeah, it's a lot of snowballs to
1: the, like, eyes, specifically in this yeah. episode, which is kind of weird, because it's, like, it's not good to t- teach kids. Like, I imagine there was kids who, like, thought it was totally fine to, like, throw snowballs right at the face after watching this. And it's, like, it's, I mean, it's, like, it's bound to happen, but you shouldn't, like, specifically try to hit someone in the eyes.
0: Yeah, for sure. no
1: snow. It's, it's not very nice. <laughs> but, but you're all
0: kids, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's what kids I, do. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so he gets Spongebob. Squidward uh, really likes... He's, like, really into the feeling that it gives him to hit Spongebob. And, yeah, it's uh,
0: like he's never hit somebody with a snowball before.
1: Yeah, and he's like, he's, like, laughing at it. In your face, Spongebob. And he's like, this is actually kind of exciting. I've never felt so alive.
0: Yeah, and Patrick's just laughing at spongebob he got you good spongebob bam patrick gets hit with one uh and then they get start getting a lot of snowballs coming from squidward and they yell take cover and squid is just making snowballs as fast as he can throw them pretty much yep or throwing them as fast as he can make them yeah he
1: throws a bunch not as much he i mean i don't know he doesn't throw i i like expect him to do a more of a like rapid fire thing with all his arms, which maybe does he do that at the end or no. Oh, okay. See, yeah, he just throws them with his regular arms. Oh, but then he does do the windmill thing with his arm. That's what he does. Anyway. Uh, he's just like real happy about throwing snowballs. Like,
0: it's like he, he understands why this is fun. Right. And they're just showing him. He's like, take that. I gotcha. You know, I gotcha. Take that. Huh? You know, he's just kind of uh, still tossing them and still having fun. Uh, Incoming! He starts throwing a bunch of them. Uh, SpongeBob and Patrick uh, are losing this war. Yeah. uh... Right, we get a great little reveal of a joke, right, as Patrick walks up and just his belly button, and it's like his... He has like an Audi, and it's or something, and it has a very deep rim to it. It's kind of gross looking.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like an Audi, and an itty, right? All
0: at once. <laughs> but he walks up and he's like, "Hey, SpongeBob." Yes, Patrick. And then it just shows a close up of Patrick's face. It's like I think Squidward's taking this really seriously. And then it pans out. That last one had his clarinet in it, and his clarinet is like, S- it's. It was thrown so forceful that it's imprinted. It's like stuck in his head. It's wedged in his head.
1: Embedded, if you
0: yeah. will. Um, yeah. And SpongeBob realizes how serious it is. You know, Squidward's going crazy. He's like, "All right, time for Plan B." And then they uh, they get out of there. They sneak yeah, they just, away. They
1: just walk away, basically, and
0: uh, Squidward's still tossing them. Squ-
1: yeah, Squidward is like, you know, a- after Squidward stops tossing them super fast, like he was going so crazy, he didn't even notice that they they aren't there anymore. And he's like, but he does notice that the snowballs have stopped falling, as he says. And he, he's like so serious about it now. He's like, I need to take advantage, advantage of this momentary ceasefire. And he's like, what? My left flank is exposed. And it's like, your whole, your fort sucks. Like, they just went over this. But it's just right. funny. He's taking it so serious. He's like, my left flank. Right. He's so like, we he have like, time
0: now. He's like, yeah, I can actually build
1: on this. That bloated starfish is going to run right through me. And he, he like, uh you know, fixes up the left side of the fort. And then he's like, wait, that makes my north wall weak. a uh,
0: A weak spot. Uh, right and he just like pulls a uh, like a big bunch from the ground and just kind of moves it over it it's like it's almost like it's too easy
1: yeah well he does yeah he he does it really quickly that's for sure right uh, so he
0: he's just like you know he makes both sides and he's like oh what, what what if they attack me from the rear and eventually he's in like a full cylinder of a fort that's like you know, chest high maybe um yeah and he's real into it but then he looks up and he's like but what about the possibility of an aerial attack uh right
1: he's basic wait did you use the word cylinder
0: yeah okay i thought you did never mind
1: i was gonna say it's like a cylinder but i thought you just said that couldn't remember uh right aerial attack um and he's like he like goes down into his fort and is you can hear him building and then it cuts to a giant cylinder now like real tall and uh he's at the top of it and uh, he's like there or uh, I'm sorry uh he's like that ought to do it fort squidward is now all but impenetrable and he's just laughing in, like an insane person
0: right and so it's so tall that either he uh built, you know. There's like it's full of snow in the middle, or it's hollowed out, and he's like holding himself, or he's just peeking over the top,
1: right? Or he built stairs up the
0: right the side. It's of also it possible. Something. Uh, but yeah,
1: or some sort of like scaffolding, like platform scenario. Yeah, he could have done a lot. We don't see the inside of it, but but we does, know he put some good work into it. Yeah, he went crazy on it. Uh. And he he's like, now where are those fools? And then he does get hit with an aerial attack right on top of his head. Uh, gets hit with some snow. And he's, the, the first shot has been fired. And he just throws a snowball. Also, his, only knows where.
0: His eyes are bloodshot. Right. At this point. To show that he's cr- crazy.
1: Yes. And, uh, He's like, take this, Patrick. He just throws it into the abyss. Like, obviously, you can't see Patrick because Uh, we'll find that you know they're not even playing anymore. Right? Taste my. He gets hit with another one. Taste my frozen fury. And he just starts chucking snowballs, and then it it uh, zooms out, and we see a giant. I'm gonna say coral tree.
0: Yeah, that seems like it. Yeah. Um, it's huge, and it's right in between Squidward and Spongebob's house. It's uh, it's the replacement for the one that Spongebob
1: and Patrick cut down in the Christmas episode. Yeah? That's my grew back. take on it. Because that's one of the lines. Because, you know, I'm like, I know that song really well. And it's, uh, hey... Or it's like, someone felled my old coral tree. SpongeBob, Patrick, why'd you do this to me? Yeah. Tonight things are as good as they seem to be.
0: Yeah, so there's a huge tree. It's above, like, even taller than his fort. And you can see that uh, the tree is just, it has some snow on one of the branches. And it keeps falling on Squidward's head. And every time it does, he's like, victory is mine! Ha ha ha, I got you now. He's throwing stuff. You can hear him screaming. And then it goes into Spongebob's house where Spongebob and Patrick are watching TV with, like, blankets around them, drinking hot chocolate. And Spongebob just says, Hey, did you hear something, Patrick? He says, Nope. And then that's it. You can hear the man on TV saying, uh, you know, get out the snowshoes and the shovels. They're just watching kind of the Christmas... R- news or not christmas yeah, the, but snow
1: this the snow news yeah right uh there's
0: snow news quite which, like it.
1: which would have been i mean like i don't know personally i haven't watched the news in a really long time yeah but that was what you used to do uh especially when it snowed because you were waiting to see your your school's name on the tv
0: oh um, for sure
1: you know, for like, oh, no school, you know, uh, which never happened in Gross Point. Very, very rarely did we get snow days.
0: That's a shame.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know how it was for you, but we didn't have any sort of uh, bus system or anything. So... Oh, uh, we did. Right. That's why. Because Not. there was no buses. Actually, so no, we didn't. For high school? For any school. I never <laughs> rode a bus oh. my whole
0: life. Okay. I did for
1: middle school. Yeah, we never, never had a bus, Uh, which is why they wouldn't cancel school, which doesn't really make sense because you you still have to get to school. It's just your parents have to drive you. Uh, Yeah, kind of weird.
0: But that was
1: what they said. So that does it for that episode. That's the end. Right. It's uh, just
0: kind of a... uh not fully a joke just oh do you hear something like oh we don't e- we're not even bothered by squidward we're not even thinking about him that's kind of the closing tale yeah trying
1: to trying to i know this is a, a a cool kind of change of pace in the episode because those two are kind of like i mean they're always the better men but like <coughs> they really are here and squidward just looks like a complete fool Um, and I think that's kind of, I don't know. I was trying to think of a way to put the moral of the story into words. I don't know that there necessarily is one. Maybe just don't be like Squidward, I guess.
0: Right. Yeah. I think it's more just a, a fun tale.
1: Like have fun and don't take shit too serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's a great one. Like I said, one of the few episodes I, I remember watching when it first aired uh, because I had a specific memory tied to it about being on the phone with my friend. And uh, yeah, so and I, I watched this one a lot because it it is on the SpongeBob Christmas DVD. um, So a very f- familiar episode for me. Probably one of my favorites if I really had to say so, just because it's one I really remember watching a lot and always
0: enjoying. Yeah, I remember this one very much I would probably give it a um, an 8 or 9 uh, I love it and I love the some of the gags in it uh, it's not a staple you know it, t- to me it's just a solid episode and mm-hmm. uh, yeah you know I don't know how memorable it'll be for casual listeners and viewers but it's definitely solid, just not perfect.
1: Yeah, it's one that definitely sticks out to me, though, as like one that I really like and just remember a lot. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I like watching it. I try to watch that SpongeBob DVD around every Christmas, so it's one I, I've seen even into my adulthood. I've, I've watched it a few times. Um. Because for those who, uh, you know, maybe new listeners or people who have forgotten, I basically completely stopped watching Spongebob in, like, 2004. So a lot of these episodes I haven't seen in many so years. So sad. Yeah. Pretty weird. I don't know. I used it's to funny. watch it in high school. No, I know. I was completely past that at that point. Uh, never remember watching spongebob at that age
0: and here you are again now at an even older age well that's what's so fun about it
1: for me now is that it's been so long like over 15 years since i've seen a lot of the episodes we've covered so uh it's been a lot of fun because of that you know um and yeah but yeah that one is great one like i said watch that one a lot uh and yeah so So I guess uh, real quick, we should probably talk about our Patreon, as we are uh, pretty deep into our time here. We're going to have to try to be faster on this one. So, What's a Patreon? A Patreon is a great website and a great way for you to support us if you feel so inclined uh you can donate uh one dollar per month or three dollars per month if you should feel really super like a super big fan we've got two tiers available the one dollar tier is our honorary town rookie tier where all you do is give us a dollar a month just to say thanks for all your hard work and uh entertaining us uh us being you the fan uh and uh We appreciate you guys, so this is just a way for you to show that you appreciate us. Uh, We do have a Facebook page that we like to, we have a list of all our Patreon supporters on, so we'll add you to that, and, uh, you know, it's just a way for you to say thank you pretty much. And if you want to go a step further, you can become a Goofy Goober for $3 a month, uh, and you will get a personal shout-out. On each and every episode of the Stripe Sweater Podcast, for being so awesome. So, we do have a couple goofy goobers to talk, uh, to, to shout out today. And they
0: are. A floating shopping list, Jordan Lang, as well and... as. <laughs> number one in Boogie Land, it's Jacob Borth. Thanks guys, you two are the best uh, The Goofy
1: Goobers A very exclusive list So you two at home w- If you would like to be added to that exclusive list You know where to go Patreon.com slash stripesweater And sign up for that $3 Goofy Goober tier um, We appreciate you
0: Yeah, thank you for Even just listening to us Tell you about the opportunity Yeah, you rock Uh, And that brings us to the second episode of this episode. One Crab's Trash. Indeed. Uh, This episode...
1: Well, I was going to say the air date, but it's the same as the other one. February 22nd of 02. Uh, Our storyboard directors are Paul Tibbet and Kaz... Uh, storyboard artist. Yeah, yeah. Um, storyboard artist: Carson Kugler, William Reese, and Mike Roth. It was written by Paul Tibbett Kent Osborne, and Mark O'Hare. Animation directors were Tom Yasumi, and creative director, same guy as before, and every other episode ever up until this point
0: the man who gives a direction with an erection hell yeah put your fins together for derek Drymon.
1: <laughs> that was a fun voice so uh yeah one's crab one crab's trash i wanted to say uh big fan of the title card for this one with the uh, underwater treasure chest in the background. Just a cool-looking thing, and they actually have the water effect on the title card as well, which right. is cool.
0: Yeah, it is a nice little uh, card.
1: Yeah. I'm actually, like, I like the title cards a lot. I was always always a big fan of knowing the name of an episode, especially with SpongeBob. And, uh, yeah, so title cards are cool. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we start this episode outside of Mr. Krab's house. Um
0: Right, and there's a sign Uh that says Fine Antiques for Sale and it's like being put in the ground. Uh and yeah. then Crab starts to lay out like a a blanket or a or a rug or a sheet or something, you know, that he's going to yeah perhaps sell some fine antiques on
1: yeah and uh as as we could uh gather by the sign and uh the narrator says you know the old saying one man's trash is another man's treasure um also i mean the classic narrator thing of going ah he goes ah a yard sale (laughs) and uh Mr. Krabs, of course, uh, goes over to the trash can during this time and uh, sees finds a, a razor in this overflowing trash can, like a like a, a razor you would shave your face with, and uh, yeah, it's all it has, nasty. Like, hairs, there's, yeah. there's hairs in it, and it's all it's got gunk all over it. And he's like, "Disposable, fooey!" And he grabs the trash can and just uh,
0: dumps it out like, on the rug.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just starts dumping it out on the rug. And it's like, these, any, he, he runs off and grabs a couple more trash cans from the other side of the screen. And so he's just got a pile of trash and he's going to try and sell some of it as antiques.
0: Right. And the uh, narrator says, for Mr. Krabs, all trash is treasure. Yes. Uh, and he, so he can, there's visible odor lines and Krabs smells lines. it. He grabs this uh this fresh scent spray with a it's like a pink can with a little flower on it and uh i like the animation of it too because it's like in his claw it's like just a painted version of it and it it doesn't like it's not animated it it just kind of like moves up you know it's like a painted thing and it just they move the actual image of it to give it life just an interesting little shot
1: right right
0: so he sprays uh, the garbage with this stuff uh, just so it doesn't smell and people will buy it. And then he just drops the can on there, too. Like, hey, if anyone wants some some odor spray, then it's here, too.
1: <laughs> right. And, like, looking at the pile of trash, I mean, there's a few things in there that might be useful to someone, like a plunger or, like, a coffee cup. But it's mostly just garbage, like banana peels and shit. There's, dirty like, socks, dirty underwear. underwear yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but immediately an older, an older looking fish with glasses and a hat pops up. And like a
0: diaper. (laughs) Yeah. He's just got like,
1: I don't know, I guess they're supposed to be like swim trunks, but yeah. He's got the Um, macho
0: man, Randy Savage, WrestleMania attire going.
1: Yeah. And, uh, he offers a dollar 50 for an umbrella full of
0: hose. A buck 50, just pointing out the, uh. I don't know, the the lingo. Yeah. Buck 50. uh,
1: A buck 50 for that, but that's an antique. It belonged to a queen. Ten bucks. He goes, ten bucks? It's full of holes.
0: Right. He opens the umbrella, and you see that there's a bunch of holes in it. Like, what's he going to do with a holy umbrella?
1: Make it pretty useless. Right. And he goes, it was the queen of Switzerland.
0: Right, because, like, Swiss cheese is the joke.
1: Oh, yeah, see, okay, I didn't pick up on that. I don't think I
0: ever did. That's funny.
1: Uh, And, yeah, he's like, a queen, you say? That's, wait a second, they don't have a queen? And he goes, okay, Mr. Bargain Hunter, five bucks. And the guy gives him five bucks for it, which, still overpaying, in my opinion.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, who knows what he's going to use it for? Hopefully not as an umbrella. (laughs) Um, Yeah,
1: and then he's like... Yeah. He, he smells the five, and he's like, sweet smell of an all-day sucker. Yeah. Uh, That's what and, I'm looking for in my life, an all-day sucker, you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, and the smell of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then you hear, like, <laughs> going on, some licking, and... It, some... Su- <laughs> some sucking, yeah. Some licking, yeah. some sucking. Like, a, it's supposed to be all-day sucker, and then you hear the sucking. But no, it's actually spongebob and patrick licking lollipops and they're like spongebob says they taste even better oh hi mr krabs you know they just kind of stumbled upon here uh yeah
1: yeah and he's like (laughs) the right these are all day suckers they're gonna take us all day to to eat them
0: yeah yeah how good right yeah, it's
1: actually yeah. There's some some clever shit going on there, right? Clever because play and whatnot, right?
0: They think that Krabs is talking about them, sweet right. taste or the and, sweet uh, smell,
1: right? Right. He, well, he thinks he's talking about their suckers. Their yeah, lollipops. exactly. Um, so he's like,
0: "What are you doing? What? What?" No, he uh, uh never mind. he basically tells them about the the antique sale and he's like, "Oh, look at this thing, Patrick, pretty cool." And he grabs a plunger. <laughs> like you yeah. would think that a guy like him would need a plunger because by the size of him, you'd think he takes large dumps. Big dumps. Yeah.
1: Big fat deuces.
0: Right. And uh but Patrick is dumb, but he's not that dumb. He's uh you know, Spongebob is the one who, like, shows him the plunger. And then Patrick goes, hmm, that looks like the plunger I threw out yesterday. And it it looks like uh, the handle is not attached properly. You know, it's not a good working one, which is probably why he yeah. threw it out. Because we're to assume he did based on what we saw crabs doing going through trash.
1: And Mr. Krabs, the filthy, greedy man that he is, grabs it, tells him, that's not a toilet plunger. This here is an antique. And then he actually, like, takes – he. well, I'm just saying he's filthy because he touches the plunger yes. with his bare claw to flip it upside down, which is just
0: gross. Yeah, um, especially eh. if it was used, which we know right. it is.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying. Not only that, it also came out of a trash can. It's, like, it's it's triple nasty,
0: yeah, and, but uh, it does have odor spray on it. I mean it probably kills like, all the germs. This is how COVID then, was actually started, was crabs uh touching Patrick's plunger. Right. Uh
1: so he's like a seven it's a seventeenth century soup ladle, see? And Patrick goes, Man, I was using mine wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or man,
1: was I using my wrong mine wrong, sorry. And he goes, How much? Five bucks. I only got seven, which is classic Pat. Yeah, Uh, He's like, deal! "Deal."
0: Yeah, and he just takes the money. Like, clearly he's paying more for it. And
1: this is a great gag too. Patrick (laughs) says to himself, Patrick Starr, you are one smart shopper. And then he (laughs) had set his lollipop down on the on the the underwear that was on the mat, and now it's all stuck. The underwear is, of course, stuck to his lollipop. Right. He keeps but licking he, it, but he doesn't notice or doesn't care, and just keeps licking it. But, but that's uh,
0: like it's like stealing as well. I mean, that's a item being sold. He didn't buy the underwear. Yeah, that's true. I'm
1: surprised Krabs didn't call him out on that.
0: Right. Um, uh, but yeah, as if Krabs, what he just did wasn't gross enough. Now Patrick's licking the back of this used underwear which also might be from his own trash we don't really know could be
1: um but yeah uh spongebob finds uh this neato soda drinking hat which is a hat that has the two soda can holders on the side
0: but usually or it's beer right for beer in real life yeah. yeah uh typically um and he it's on like a little fish mannequin head too uh, Krabs right. has like a small mannequin head that's wearing this. And, uh, the hat is a blue trucker hat with white as the, like, the front part of it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's pretty I, classic, I would say. Uh, most people I, who know anything about SpongeBob know this hat in this episode, I would say.
1: Right. It's a, it's a definite, uh, it's a big one, for sure. It's one people know. Um,
0: right, and it piques SpongeBob's interest at this point.
1: And, of course, it has a big red number one on it. Yeah, the number uh,
0: sign and the one. So you yes. would read it as number one.
1: Right, the pound sign, so to speak. Yeah, the hashtag. Or the hashtag, right. It says <laughs> hashtag one on it. Yeah. And... um uh i like this i mean mr krabs is just trying to you know sell all this stuff and he's a good salesman he's able to convince people that stuff is good even though it's not and he's like um spongebob though of course is like wow it must have belonged to someone who is number one there's only been a handful of number ones in the history of forever it's true this must be
0: some hat
1: and he's like that's right spongebob and you're one of them right
0: spongebob doesn't even have to like be sold he's kind of selling himself
1: right but Krabs, i do like what he says here he says this hat says hey i'm number one and i let gravity do my drinking
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is that's a good little tagline for that hat yeah, yeah. And uh, this hat was
1: made for you, boy. And he puts it on SpongeBob's head, and he gets. You were born to wear this hat, and SpongeBob lets out a little like squeal, sort of.
0: Yeah, like he wanted to put it on, but you know he's he like, didn't. He didn't want to put it on himself.
1: He's so happy that it's on his head. He's like, ee! it's right. like a. It's kind of like a. That's a thing Patrick does. He goes,
2: ee! yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, and he's like ah perfect fit huh and Spongebob says thank you for bringing us together and he's uh he's just like so happy and he's like has tears of joy in his eyes and he's like how can I ever repay you with ten (laughs)
1: dollars and he puts his claw out Spongebob goes all I have is five which well, is, I guess
0: it's no deal. Right. It's a shame that uh, he'd be closer if Patrick would have given him the right amount of money.
1: Right. And he, it's, this is good. SpongeBob darts back to his pineapple, finds some coins in the couch, in his
0: pants. Right. Also, he the- doesn't steal, he runs so fast that the soda hat. Is like left spinning in the air.
1: Right. Spinning in midair. He rolls his, he with a rolling pin, rolls his hand flat so he can reach into his piggy bank. And uh, he runs back and in perfect timing, so the hat lands right back on his head. And uh, then SpongeBob says, I, fu- I found 68 cents. But maybe you can take the other four thirty-two out of my paycheck. What do you say?
0: And he tries to like mu- to fake like mull it over for a sec. He's like, "Well, I don't know." Okay, but yeah. only because you look so dashing in it, right? That's the only reason, not yeah, right, because right. it's actually garbage. Uh, so that's it's, that's pretty funny.
1: Yes and this is a classic where it's like i thanks I master like,
0: crabs
1: right why does he say it like that I don't is know. it just to like show how dumb he is or something or, i think so yeah i don't it's just like i'm so dumb like, so
0: blissfully unaware
1: yeah and and patrick is there with his lo- his underwear lollipop and soup ladle and right. they walk off.
0: And Krabs, just like the last guy, he can't stop. You know, he's got to talk shit about him right as they're leaving. And he's like, "Ha, uh, don't mention it, boys. Ha <laughs> What a couple of rubes, yeah. whatever that what is." It, that's a. Like that's, a title of know. Goldberg.
1: I don't know what it means, but it's definitely a. It's very a country bumpkin. That's the, that what that's the,
0: What the dictionary says.
1: Okay. So like dumb is kind of.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it's also anyway. a type of Goldberg.
1: I don't understand what you're saying. A
0: Arub Goldberg?
1: Oh, gotcha. You
0: know, that's the um, like the thing where you have a domino that the right. line R- of dominoes. Rube Goldberg
1: machine contraption, thing. whatever, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Right, right, right. Um I'm pretty sure there's a OK Go video with one of those. Yeah. Which we were talking about OK Go last week, I believe. The
0: week before. But yeah.
2: (laughs) Mr. Krabs, I found 68 cents. But maybe you could take the other $4.32 out of my paycheck. What do you say? Well, I don't know. Uh, okay. But only because you look so dashing in that hat. Thanks, Mr. Krabs. Don't mention it, boys. (laughs) <laughs> what a couple of rubes.
0: Yeah. Um, um, it's almost instant. Well, I mean, it is instant. Right after he says that, another man uh, interrupts Krabs, and he's like, excuse me, uh, are you the purveyor of this curio stand? You know, makes it sound like it's an actual business.
1: Like it's a real good, yeah, it's a good thing. Right, and this and, guy uh,
0: seems like a businessman himself.
1: Yeah, well, he's he's got a suit and tie on. Uh, he says, "I understand you're selling this rare, rare novelty drink hat," and he holds up like a a page that's like from like some a, sort of like yeah, like entrepreneur a visual, magazine or something like
0: right, like an uh, article that they made about this hat
1: or like an antique book or something that right, it has like know. an
0: official entry.
1: Yeah, like soda drink hat absolutely rarest hat on earth or some shit. Right. It doesn't say that. It just, it does have some scribbles below it showing that there were words written about it. We can't see them though. Right. And crabs
0: uh, is like, mm, fresh out. And he's like, oh, let me explain. I'm prepared to give you $500 for that drink hat. So now it's like, Oh shit. You know, uh, crabs suckered SpongeBob out of it, but it's worth a lot more than he got for it. And he starts yeah. drooling. He's like fa 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 And he and then this other lady comes in. Not so fast! And elbows him out of the way. She's like a nerdy looking bow tie, pink hair fish. It is a woman, right? What's that? This next fish that comes in. What about what was the last
1: thing you said about her? She's a woman.
2: Yeah, okay. without a doubt, she's wearing so, a too. dress. But I know, it, but there's a bow tie the, and the, the way
1: that her hair is is it, it makes it look like it's a boy's haircut, right? Um, to me, but it's like but pink. she has a girl's voice, and it is. We do see that it is a dress that she is wearing. Yeah, but she um, says
0: she will give him five or she'll give him one thousand dollars for such a hat. <laughs> so it's like, oh shit, people more than just one guy. This is a hot thing that people are wanting and crabs just keeps drooling more and more until another fish runs in, in a suit and tie and a hat and says, I'll give you $100,000 in cash for said hat. And they all have cash in their hands, but I'm sure that's not all the hundred thousand, but maybe, I mean, it's, it's a handful
1: Oh, I just remembered, I don't think we said, uh, <laughs> this is totally off topic. In the last episode, we didn't say anything about uh, SpongeBob saying, score one for the boys back home, which is an extremely memorable line from that episode. I don't know how we missed it, but oh right, uh, that's something that I say often to this day. If like something good happens, I go, score one for the boys back home.
0: Right, that is true.
1: Um, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so then uh, that happens. Crabs is now drooling and stammering so much that it, like, makes a little river, almost. And yeah. it, this fish who looks a lot like Fred... Uh, it's
1: like a waterfall coming out of his mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, this fish who looks like Fred in a business suit rows up in a rowboat on this new waterfall and yeah he's like sir i'll give you a million dollars for that hat so.
1: yeah unbelievable so i mean it goes from 500 to a million in four bids that's that is a rare rare hat <laughs> uh and mr Krabs, not knowing what to do doesn't say anything just runs off leaving a trail of drool behind him uh as he screams and we cut to spongebob who is uh, hooked up uh, Bubbles, of course. Bubbles, one of his favorite things. Uh,
0: Actually, it he- had Bubbles in it the whole time as we'll see, which is kind of weird because I didn't think it did, but we'll we'll see in this little cutaway that's going to happen. Right? Wait, Do you know what I'm I, talking I, about?
1: I have no idea what you're saying. Okay,
0: well, uh, yeah, either way we know that there's Bubbles in it now uh crabs runs right up and spongebob is just like oh hey mr. k how's the antique biz treating you and he's like uh never mind that just uh listen and he's obviously he wants that hat so he can sell it for a million dollars so he tries to get spongebob to not want it and he says i didn't want to say this in front of patrick but uh that hat makes you look like a girl (laughs)
1: Yeah, and uh, it's a great gag where he goes, "Am I a pretty girl?" And he's like blushing, and Mister Krabs not really knowing how to answer that, he's just like, yeah, you, "You're beautiful," <laughs> and the mailman happens to be right there, and he just looks at Mister Krabs like, "Like what the fuck is the matter with you?" <laughs> like, uh, which I guess is maybe like kind of a gay joke, but
0: uh uh i don't, I don't know. know it's just it's it's like a innocent little thing of spongebob you know he's just am i a pretty girl
1: i'm, I'm <laughs> just saying no no not spongebob i'm saying the mailman the way the mailman looks at him he looks oh, at him like, right he, well, he's like just what's like, going on here yeah. yeah like are you gay or something or like, that's what it seems like to me or just which would weird. have been which would have been the common Thought at the time of this episode that being gay is still weird. Um, I would say personally, uh, not that I think that. I'm just saying, like, in those times, people had a much right. Uh, gays were much less accepted, even even back in 2002. But
0: also look at it as like SpongeBob's kind of portrayed as more of a child, you know, and he's kind of like talking to.
1: Well, that's even a childish filthier. little guy.
0: Yeah, but whatever it is, it's like weird. You know, he's just trying to like butter up SpongeBob, but to anybody watching, it's weird, right? And he's right.
1: well, he, just out of context. It's just Mr. Krabs telling SpongeBob that he's beautiful seems weird to the mailman. Um, so anyway,
2: SpongeBob, hey Mr. K, how's the antique biz treating you? Oh, never mind that. Listen. I didn't want to say this in front of Patrick. That hat makes you look like a girl. Am I a pretty girl? Oh, well, um, you're, you're beautiful. Uh, <laughs> All right, now give me the hat back.
0: Right. Uh. So it comes back and he's like, uh, so now give me the hat back. You know, He's like, ah, you're a girl. But even though he tells him he's, he's beautiful in it, he wants it back. Right,
1: says, but you said I was, you said it f- yourself. I was born to wear this hat. I don't want to give it back. Right, he's using
0: I... his own words against him.
1: Not after all we've been through, and then this is what you're saying?
0: Yeah, right. About the bubbles? Right, not, he's like, after all we've been through, and then it goes to a, a thought bubble where SpongeBob gets the hat from Krabs, goes sits down and then Krabs walks right up like it happened instantly that's the only thing that happened it right, you know he I didn't see. change out the cans
1: well I guess I I'm pretty sure the cans do look different from when I they thought so at, too yeah yeah they're completely different um than than they looked at the beginning of the episode which is fine but. Even though in theory, even if he didn't put bubble formula into the hat, it's like even if you just blew through them, since they're underwater, it would create bubbles. Right. But whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah. So the cans um, do look different. Um
1: So right. All he did all Spongebob did after buying the hat was walk a few feet away and then sit down. Which is funny because the people who were bidding for it would have been able to see SpongeBob's sitting right there wearing it, but
0: I think it was sped up, like just the walk part, because he doesn't live right next to Krabs, and he's in front of his own house now, right? Is uh, he, or is he yeah. just in front of nothing?
1: He was in front of nothing, and then it cuts to a shot of oh, right. him in front of his house. Yeah, so it is. It's a. It's a little bit weird, but it's just meant to be silly, cartoony shit. That's all. Uh, where nothing really makes sense because then even Mr. Krabs walks up from the other side of the screen from where he was. Um, so it's just a weird thing. We cut to SpongeBob blowing more bubbles in front of his house. Krabs is back and he's got a bag labeled toppers.
0: Right. I guess he must that's, have... I think guess that's it's the name store. of the shop. Yeah, yeah
1: right. Uh,
0: a hat store.
1: Yeah. Um. And Mr. Krabs is just trying to, to like get SpongeBob to admit that he's getting tired of it, I guess, so he can like get an in. Wait, you said uh, the
0: part where he says that he's not beautiful? No, I didn't. Oh, because yeah. So after the he imagines the, you know, just going and sitting down, he's like, "Thanks, Mr. Krabs. I'll call you Hattie." And that's when you showed up. That's kind of like the talking in there. And Krabs goes, ah, forget it. And you're not beautiful either. And he like looks like he's going to cry. He goes, I'm not.
1: <laughs> yes. And that's when it yeah. it cuts to the next scene. Uh, Krabs is uh, trying to get SpongeBob to admit that he's getting tired of it. He's like, so you're still playing with that dumb old head, eh? And he's like, yep. Not sick of that boring old hat yet. Nope. Not even a little tired of that old piece of junk. Like just really laying right. it anything. on anything. Like, like that, he's just like that, that is wanna... a useless thing that you have, and and you just still like it, huh? You're you're just a weirdo. Yeah, like... he's trying
0: to get like one hole in his defense, essentially, and then pound it. Like, oh, you and are he's... a teeny tiny bit. Well, you know it, and right. But yeah, but he's even like not not even a little tired of that piece of junk. Not even a teeny then... tiny bit. <laughs> Then
1: he does have that uh, that bag. So he's like, oh, I guess you don't want to see what's in the bag. He's just, I mean, total manipulator, you know? Right. He's like, like oh, you don't want to know it?
0: what he's trying to build this mystery. But yeah, he's just like, what is it?
1: <laughs> Novelty hats. And he takes out a hat that has a fan on it. And he's like, how about this air conditioned one? It It's actually and...
0: like, it's not a typical little just windmill fan. It's like a desk fan and there's like batteries and right. wires all over it. And it, it yeah. blows really hard. Like it, it's pushes SpongeBob's face back. And, uh, but I,
1: but if you were wearing it, it wouldn't right. do anything for it, you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you could just air condition your friends. Yeah. Uh, so, and, uh, yeah.
0: SpongeBob just says, Hmm, seems a little dangerous <laughs> and Krabs just, selling him these different hats.
1: Yeah, and then it's like the juicer and it's a hat with like a uh, funnel on top and a spout on the front and he puts a carrot into it and it juices it and,
0: he's and like, ooh, just watching yeah. it. Yeah. Although also a pretty dumb hat, the part that juices it is where your head goes.
1: Right. It would I that that one seems more dangerous to me than the AC one, but uh then he's like Without, I mean, n- nobody says anything after the juicer, e- except for, ooh. And then he goes, Foxy Grandpa. And it's just a, a red, white, and blue hat with red letters that says Foxy Grandpa on it. Yeah,
0: that's so which
1: good. Which I know I... Oops. I do have in Animal Crossing, I forget what for, but I did get the title of Grandpa for the second half. And then I I imagine you can probably find one that says Foxy. Yeah. Eventually.
0: It's funny because it just seemed like, I don't know, you, whenever, like my dad had a lot of weird hats and that was like one that he would have for no reason, Yeah, you know, but it sounds like a cool hat. It's just like, oh, everybody somehow has one of these. It's like a joke hat, but it's kind of cool, honestly
1: foxy grandpa it's funny and for those of us who know spongebob if if i if you saw someone wearing a hat that said foxy grandpa on it you'd probably think that was pretty cool
0: yeah i would so yeah we'll think about it it'd be cool if we could make that happen
1: merch perhaps yeah so uh, let us know let us know in the comments (laughs) (laughs) or whatever uh don't forget Tell to smash want, that like button. Yeah, don't forget to let us know if you would like us to start selling Foxy Grandpa hats, because I would buy one. Uh, so uh, there might be—I bet someone's already done it. You could probably buy one right now. Right, but the, ours uh, would
0: have like something else about the podcast on it too. Maybe on the back or something.
1: Uh. So anyway, he's. I mean, Spongebob likes the Foxy Grandpa one. He laughs at it. And he's like, so what do you say? Your silly hat for all these hats. No deal, Mr. Krabs. I'm sticking with Hattie. Yeah. Uh, thanks. thanks for the offer, though. Also, that does remind me. I did have... I used to wear bucket hats for like a couple... There was like a summer where I, I was big into bucket hats. And I had that makes two of sense them. sense to me. And... Uh, I mean, this is like in middle school, I think, or maybe even elementary school. But yeah, I definitely named my hat Hattie. It was not as original back then. Um, but it was cute. And anyway, he's like, I thought that <laughs> uh, Krabs is like, uh, you know, by himself now. He's like, I thought that Foxy Grandpa would get him
0: for sure. Right. That was like his his ace in the hole. Like, this, this right. is the one. But... This
1: is the one foxy grandpa
0: he's like uh, i didn't want to have to do this but he gives me no other option i'm gonna have to scare it off him and now we get to some of the most memorable spongebob happenings to ever happen right Krabs walks up to spongebob's house at night draws a little ghost on a uh like a, a lined piece of paper right Notebook. Yeah, yeah like, like college ruled. paper Right. Yeah. It has uh, spirals on the side. He just tears it off. Um, it's very like just done. You know, it's not. It wasn't meticulously planned. He just kind of does it all there. Puts a right. hook through it, and uh, the hook is on a fishing pole. And he, a
1: fl- I was gonna say a flimsy fishing rod. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Right,
0: and he uh, he like throws the the paper in there and you know, it's floating above SpongeBob and then SpongeBob wakes up and is looking at it. And he just goes, ah, Oh my gosh, a floating shopping list. And then you can see what the paper is and it just says milk, eggs, cheese, all dairy as well.
1: All well. Yeah. I mean, Technically not eggs But yeah yeah. they are in the dairy department Of the store But yes uh, All things that I do not eat And uh, Right uh, Of course Spongebob is very uh, Afraid of the, the shopping list But Mr. Krabs is like I'm not a shopping list And reaches into the the room like with his claw to turn it around spongebob of course doesn't notice this right he's just so scared um and he's like now listen or i'm not a shopping list i'm a ghost and of course that's very frightening for spongebob now listen spongebob he goes how do you know my name who are you i am the ghost of soda drink hat (laughs) and uh He hangs down a piece of paper with a drawing of the hat as well, just for in case SpongeBob forgot what that was. (laughs) I I don't know. Right, and And,
0: and there's only uh, one fishing pole too.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Like even when because
0: it cuts like right back out of it, and there's just one line. It's like where did that come from? Yeah. 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 He like drew it really well too. It's it's good line art. Um, right
1: right much better than his ghost right so Uh, and
0: he's just kind of putting this together as he's doing it it seems like there was hardly any planning going on because uh he says you know that soda drinking hat you possess is cursed um he says cursed yes it belonged to some guy who's dead now (laughs) what guy right like switch bob asks to know what guy who did it belong to it's like, like, I uh, just love it how
1: Krabs, instead of being like, that is not, like, it doesn't matter or something like that, he's like, uh.
0: Right. He's like, Smitty. S- Smitty. Something.
1: <laughs> Smitty. Smitty w- what? <laughs> yeah. He's
0: like, I gotta know. He, I just love it how it's like, I need to know his name. <laughs> and he, he just uh, like stumbles through it. He's like, uh, Smitty, Werben, Jaegerman, Jensen. And SpongeBob, like, gets a serious look, like he put the pieces together and he's like, he must have been number one.
1: Number one in Boogie Land.
0: Right. And now like, listen. The, the ghost is shaking a lot when he says that.
1: And right. Mr. Krabs doesn't know that he dug his own hole with this one. Wink. As he says. Uh, right. Right. A, a curse will descend on you unless you return that hat to its owner immediately.
0: Immediately. And SpongeBob repeats, immediately. Immediately. Uh,
1: immediately to, to its owner.
0: Yes. Right now. And he's like, yes, yes, it must be returned to its owner. And it's only showing crabs. Like once he starts yelling at that point, and he's like, yes, yes, yes. You know, you have to get do it right now. And as he's yelling right now, and he has the the pole in the in the house, and he's outside the house, clearly screaming. SpongeBob walks up from behind him, covered in mud with a shovel. Yep,
1: yeah, and uh, right. Uh, Krabs hides his uh, fishing
0: pole, and he's like, "Right." He doesn't even ask, like, "What are you doing?" He's just like, "Oh, hey, Mister Krabs." Oh.
2: The shopping list. I'm a ghost. Ah! <laughs> now listen, SpongeBob. How do you know my name? Who are you? I am the ghost of Soda Drink Hats, and I'm here to tell you that that soda drink hat you possess is cursed. Cursed? Yes. It once belonged to some guy who's dead now. What guy? Uh, uh Smitty something. Smitty what? Uh, Smitty Werbin Jägerman Jensen. He must have been number one. Number one in Boogie Land! Now listen, a curse will descend on you unless the hat is returned to its owner immediately. Immediately? Immediately. To its owner? Yes. Right now? Yes, yes, it must be returned to its owner right now! Hey Mr. Krabs. Uh, SpongeBob! Uh, uh, what are you doing here?
1: Yeah. Right, right. Uh, I was just returning the cursed... Dro- uh, he's like, uh, Spongebob, what are you doing here? Right, like, like
0: it's his house. <laughs>
1: it's the opposite of what it should be, yeah. right? And he's like, I was just returning the cursed soda drink hat to its original owner, Smitty Werbin Jägerman Jensen. And he's like, what? There is no Smitty Werbin Jägerman Jensen. And he goes, sure, sure there is. He's buried out in Floater Cemetery. And he's like... <clears throat> Floater, is just Isn't like
0: funny? Like, because when goldfish die, they... You know, they float to the top.
1: Yeah, and dead bodies as well. Um, how? And he's like, "How did I? I just." He's like so confused. He's like, "How? How could that be? How could right. there he's be a like, guy with that name?" And
0: he's also like, <laughs> "I was just talking to you." And right, you right. Know, but he's like, uh, "Give me that shovel." And uh, as he's leaving, SpongeBob says, "It was his hat, Mister Krabs. He was number one." Everyone remembers yes. that. And knows know yeah. that. Give me that shovel.
2: Was it was his hat, Mr. Krabs. He was number one. Um,
1: But I also do want to say, just before I forget, how Mr. Krabs, when he says there is no Smitty Werben Jaegerman Jensen, that is technically correct, as we'll see right. in a moment.
0: Right, yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway. uh, Right, we see the cemetery, which the front of it is like, a uh, skull with a pirate hat, like in the gateway of it, and there's yeah, uh, it's real swords, cre-
1: yeah, real creepy looking, right? Like a bat yeah.
0: flies by. The sky looks way different. It's still the flowers, but they're they're all gray and dark gray as the colors. And there's urchins. they're really
1: they're really distorted and like stretched out too. And they surround the moon. It's like a spiral around the moon almost. Yeah, and uh, and he
0: he walks in with the shovel, and there's like a weird hairy clam thing with eyes that like looks at him, and all these little scallops come he makes
1: an owl noise,
0: right? And there's like a and, and he's like, uh,
1: he's like getting scared. Yeah, there's a sunken ship. Then yeah, the scallops all fly at him. He falls down. There's a a black cat,
0: right, or a snail, snail, and it even hits underwater.
1: Yeah. And Krabs is kind of freaked out. He's like, "It's just a boneyard, filled full the- of bones." Yeah, like of course. Um, and he hears another mo- noise, gets scared, and hides behind something. A tombstone. But then it turns out it's just uh, Squidward. It's Squidward, what's he doing here? And so Squidward's late at night, like, he Squid. Yeah, right. Yeah, he he's, has he's,
0: uh, like a bundle of flowers that he's holding and he's like crying and looking real sad and he kneels in front of this grave and leaves the flowers there like who, yeah. and who he could goes, Squidward love so much
1: right Mr. Krabs must know and he reads the grave and of course it says here lies Squidward's hopes and dreams
0: he just goes uh, what a baby <laughs> what a baby right I wonder what's actually in that uh, he remembers that
1: he has yeah that grave plot yeah, wobbly,
0: wobbly,
1: wop. Uh, right next to my dad, and uh, so then he's like, "Oh yeah, I gotta find uh Smitty or whatever the frick." And, yeah, Smitty,
0: uh, what's his whatever.
1: <laughs> and it's uh, so we see a couple tombstones. One, most of them just of say "RIP." Too. It's very very fast, but one says "Old Salty lies beneath." Another one says Diver Dan, which and it has, like, a diver thing attached to it. Uh, R, RIP Stupid. That's a good one. And <laughs> then next to it, it says, I'm with Stupid, with a thumb on top of it pointing to the the one next to it. Right. Classic. It's a T-shirt joke. <laughs> yes. Uh, or some also something you could find on a novelty hat, I bet. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, squ- or s- Krabs is just uh, scurrying around trying to find this grave. Right. He's just, nope,
0: this- nope, nope. He's, tra- he's like looking at all of them. Yep. And, uh, no, no, not there. Yeah, there's like a big cut of him just walking through a bunch of them. And then he's like standing looking at, you know, what we're to assume is the last tombstone that he's checking yeah and he's like well he's like, i've checked every headstone in the cemetery and there's no smitty wob wobba blah blah, 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 blah <laughs> buried here yeah
1: and and uh yes uh crabs, but he knows it,
0: that it's got to be there somewhere because spongebob wouldn't lie
1: yeah and he's like oh he says think Krebs. And he's like, maybe something Spongebob said will give me some type of clue. So he's thinking back to things Spongebob has said to him. Yeah. And first he says, it's like we get a thought bubble and it's Spongebob inside of it. He says, remember, licking doorknobs is Ill- illegal on other planets. And <sighs> that one disappears because he's like, no, not that. Uh, and then we get another one. You'll never guess what I found in my sock last night. Go ahead, guess. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, no, no. And then finally he gets it. It was his hat, Mr. Krabs. He was number... And then he, like, Mr. Krabs punches the bubble to get rid of it. Right, he's
0: like, no, that's not it either. (laughs) You know, it's like, ah, barnacles. You know, none of these are actually what he needs.
1: And he's like, I'll never find. And then it's...
0: Right, it just pans out and he was just standing in front of it the whole time anyways
1: yeah and uh it, it's funny the transcript says it shows his real name Smitty Werbin Jensen but I think that was just a if I had to guess that was just a goof on their part they or they just didn't think it would all fit or didn't think anyone would notice or what Or maybe I don't it's think his it's, middle name Werben? Jaeger? Or Jaegerman. Ye-
0: well, it does say Man Jensen. Jaeger's the only it's, part that's missing.
1: Right. It just says Smitty Werbenman right.
0: Jensen. Right. So it's a it's a giant number one tombstone. Or like... Yeah, it's a tombstone. And uh, it says well, Smitty Werben. And then nailed on a board at the end in, is written Man Jensen.
1: Right. And... Yeah, if they had tried to fit the word Jaeger in there, it wouldn't have all fit. So that maybe is why. I don't know. Right. Uh, but, but it's
0: you know, still... it's also just a made-up name that Krabs came up with. Maybe maybe he was close, um, and SpongeBob was just like, oh, well, this is clearly it.
1: That's what I was saying, too. But even then, they were talking about it. SpongeBob didn't notice because they, they both said Jaeger when they were talking about it before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but whatever that's obviously very nitpicky the whole thing is shaped like a giant number one with the hashtag on top of it or you know on the corner of it uh right and we get a great he finds it
0: yeah we get a great uh line of crabs uh really showing his true colors as he says am i really going to defile this grave for money of course i am <laughs> yeah like oh my word we just saw him almost like you know kill a man and then he's like i'm gonna defile this grave of course this is just this is what i would do for money
2: yeah
1: he uh gets down to the coffin he digs really fast and then um pops it open which it's funny because spongebob just dug this up and also reburied it it's like this this grave has been robbed or like dug up twice in one night right like it's a lot of action for one grave uh, and there you see, there's a skeleton inside the coffin and he's got the hat on and
0: that SpongeBob
1: uh, wants to put on him. Right. Uh, and Jack crabs tries to grip it off of him, but, uh, come to pop the head. The head comes off right the, with the it. rest of the skeleton and, his neck. and it's like s- stuck on the hat. <laughs> right. So he's like, come on, Smitty, let go. he, he pops it off and it makes that like suction noise. Uh, and uh, he pops up uh, onto the land, and or you know out of the grave, not not the land, I guess they're still underwater, but he's like, all right, the million dollar hat, and then rest in peace, Smitty, and then a bunch of uh, lightning strikes, and uh, Smitty, <laughs> he's got such he's got the best voice, I love it. He's just like hey man yeah that's my hat and of course you Give know it who back. it is uh, you
0: know it's the boy d bradley baker
1: yeah that's who i thought mm-hmm. and uh he's like yeah. "What? Give no way back. <sighs> crawl back into your hole bone boy uh Go ahead, play dead. That just reminded me of this thing me and my buddy at work just got really into. There's this Steve Brule thing where he's, like, working in a grocery store. Have you seen that? No. It's called, like, Bag Boy. It's funny. There's just a part in it where he's like, give me that bag, boy. And he's like, Steve Brule is the one bagging groceries. I'll I'll send it to you if I can find it. It's pretty funny. It's just especially funny because we work in a grocery store. right? But uh
0: yeah so uh smitty's like i guess i'm gonna have to take it from you it's like ha yeah you and what army and then it like pans out and you see a bunch of like z- uh skeletons walking up and he's like only the army of the living dead
2: <laughs> hey man that's my hat give it back what no way just crawl back into your hole bone boy Go ahead, play dead. I guess I'm gonna have to take it from you. Yeah, right. You and what army? Only the army of the living dead.
1: Yeah, skeletons of many shapes and sizes. Yeah. Some of them have swords too. Right.
0: And uh. And they're pissed. He's like, I saw this on the Late Show. Uh, yeah. Uh. He says, "You ghoulish fiends are gonna." hold me down and take turns nibbling on my innards. Then you eat my brain and leave my body for the buzzards, which is apparently a thing that they have buzzards. <laughs> yeah. See buzzards. Uh, it's like, Oh, that's disgusting. Like, we just want the hat back. Right. He's like, and he Stop, goes, I just want the hat. You grave robbing right. piece of trash.
1: And he says, no flipping way, which no flipping I way. Fi- yeah. I've, f- I feel like that was way before we used flip as a substitute for the F word. Right. Uh, uh, but it works <laughs> in this way. I feel like, wasn't that, that was from like Napoleon Dynamite, right? Like what the flip or no flipping way. I
0: feel like they say it.
1: I think that's like when it got popular as like a thing to say.
0: Yeah. Uh, But,
1: uh, now, which would be a couple years later after this, but Correct.
0: Yeah. now, uh, crabs grabs the head off of a swordfish by the neck and he's pretty much just using it as a sword yeah and uh they're <laughs> they're starting to attack him
1: smitty goes attack yeah <laughs> he's just so like nonchalant sounding and, well he's also <laughs> holding
0: his head still because crabs yeah. attached his head
1: he's holding he it sits, right.
0: like standing in his grave too um, so
1: Mr. Krabs is able to easily dispose of these skeletons because they're skeletons. So all you got to do is hit right. them and they fall apart. He's like,
0: "Telly ho look at right. me, I'm Meryl Finn. Yeah. Finn? Uh, and then he's like, you're falling apart, marrow Brain. He sees this one is funny because there's like four zombies like, St- like on each other's sh- shoulders. They're like standing yeah. on him and he's just like you gotta be kidding me and he just jumps up and smashes him like it's nothing. He's just yep. flipping around sword fighting talking trash.
1: It's great. He like flips over a group of them and goes ho oh, ho how's your sister?
0: Right yeah. How's your sister?
1: Because he banged.
0: He banged. Oh them. yeah. He banged all of their sisters. <laughs> so uh Right, he's, like, doing that all the way until morning because we can hear the noises and we can see it turns uh, morning.
1: Yeah, on on, top, on uh, the Lonely Island. It goes from night to dawn. Right,
0: and then we see him, like, just spinning and hitting, like, a huge bunch of them, kills all of them, and now he's outside with the hat. And he, of course, says... uh you know, a million dollars! I've got a million dollars! And immediately yeah. runs back to his his little setup for the antique shop, where, and the people are still where, there.
1: Yeah, they're all sitting there talking. And, They've been there all day and night. And they're still holding
0: and, their money in their hands.
1: Right. They're just they're just waiting for him to return with the hat, which is very weird given what they say to him after all of right, this. Yeah. Like, why did they stay there?
0: Exactly. <laughs> but, uh... He's like, well, I got it. The rare novelty soda drinking hat. Let's start the bidding at $1 million. And then they like look at each other and then they all start laughing. And the one who looks like Fred's like, yeah, you want it all at once. Like you stupid moron. Yeah. Yeah. They're all just like, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. They're all just laughing at him. Like, and it's only been a day and it's like, this is before we all had, oh, I don't know. The internet would definitely be a thing in most homes by this point, but not in the way that we know it now still.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, but it's like, how, how, how would he know? Uh, right. And how would they know? They've just tell. been sitting how there. How would they know? Right. That's what I'm saying. But anyway. And why would they be standing there? It's, it's all so goofy. Yeah. But uh,
0: but he's like, uh, one million dollars. You got to be kidding. And Krabs looks all sad. And one of the guys realizes and he goes, hey, the poor Saps not kidding. Didn't you hear? They found a whole warehouse full of them. They're worthless. Like Yeah. And he oh, wow. points
1: over to a, a dumpster that happens to be right outside Krabs' house <laughs> that's full of them and uh
0: imagine that that's probably where he got in the first place right right
1: he probably right it it, it was there the whole time uh but yeah he's like um uh, yeah they're worthless and just then spongebob happens to be walking by and i don't really know why he would say this either i know he says, right Let's give Mr. Krabs a big hand. And he's got one of these hats that has like a pull string on it. And it has two hands on top that clap together when he pulls the string. And he's just clapping. Um, And right. Like, right. Why would SpongeBob say that? Like, is he like making fun of Mr. Krabs? Because that's not a SpongeBob thing to do at all. Right. I think or it's just, just like, hey,
0: he probably does that to everybody. Like, hey, let's give them a hand. Yeah. You know? Right. Right.
1: But then, of course, one of the fish is like, now that's worth a million dollars. And he's like, "Uh, they're all running after him, and the guy in the canoe still stays in the canoe despite there being no water for him to, to uh, tread now. Right, but uh, he's
0: still uh, managing to scrape his way across.
1: Yeah, and uh, they're all like, hey, I, I, you know, trying to get after him. And then the one fish, I think it's the girl, she's like, I'll give you $1,000,000,000. Yeah. It went from a million to a billion in one bit. That's insane. That's, uh, <laughs>
0: that's crazy. And then Krabs is uh, like, well, that's a spirit breaker. He throws it and he just starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> and we see Squidward yeah. walking by with flowers. Like he's going to go back to his grave site, but he, he just looks at Krabs crying and just goes, what a baby. Yep, uh, call back to, so
1: they both think each other are babies, but also Squidward is going back to the graveyard, because he's got flowers in his hand, so it's like, he was just there, like last I night, know, right? and he's going back there and, the next morning. And there's going
0: to be quite a scene that he's going to see, with all those skeletons, and all the, the one all dug up All the bones all
1: over the place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hopefully,
0: the bones are his money. So what is the
1: moral here? Uh don't cry or else people will think you're a baby. No
0: more scamming people?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I was joking though, <laughs> but that is kind of the joke like if you cry people will think you're a baby. That is a thing. Like...
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't be a baby. Uh, um don't try to scam people.
1: Uh Right. Uh I guess right. Don't scam people and uh because it, it it'll come back to haunt you, kind of thing. And then when you try to fix it, if you're still greedy, it's not going to work out for you. Basically, don't be greedy.
0: Yeah. Most of Krabs' uh, which is uh, a Krabs, yeah, yeah. I, a motif with Krabs. I gotta say, uh, ten out of ten episode. Super memorable, great story, fun times, great animation, music. It's all there. It's a
1: it's a definite classic, that's for sure um, Instant One one that seems to be uh, Probably more memorable Than its uh, own sister episode You know uh, For most people I'd say Everyone remembers Smitty That's a hard thing to forget um, We all loved Smitty Oh man And that's the thing, Smitty's a cool guy You know, it's like He's a likable character um, Yes Yes I wonder if he ever comes back in the future. I feel like it potentially could happen. Right, I feel in like, like he does. I don't
0: remember why, but it sounds it, it seems like he does. I don't know. We'll have to uh continue on and see.
1: Indeed. Um so yeah, I mean, he was number 1. That is, that episode is number 1 in a lot of people's hearts. I I'm willing to bet. Um and it's definitely up there for me too. An absolute classic. I, I, I did always like this one. I, I like it. <clears throat> I like episodes that uh, have a lot of locations. And even though I do like ones that don't, it's like I like it when we move around. And in this one, we get to see the graveyard, which we've never been to before. And, um, you know, we're at SpongeBob, we're in front of SpongeBob's house, we're in front of Krabs' house, you know, we're kind of all over the place. Uh, in this episode which I like yeah, uh, it, it, it it makes it exciting you know um, and yeah I mean Spongebob man what a great show lots of killer episodes I, I was looking at the season 3 list right before we started recording today and it was just like it's funny because towards the end there's a couple that I, I flat out do not remember I'm sure I will once I see them but there was, a, there was like 2 or 3 where I'm like I have no idea what that one is but a lot of them, especially in these next coming weeks, are, like, absolute, like, peak SpongeBob, I'd say. Yes. Um. Like, yeah. Uh, This is a good time to uh, be listening to the Striped Sweater podcast. Next
0: week, of course, is going to be As Seen on TV and Can You Spare a Dime? Yeah, one, which both of those are yes.
1: complete slappers. The
0: one where... Uh, Spongebob is in a commercial and lets the fame go to his head and
1: which is which is the episode in which the name of our podcast comes from
0: yes and um, the one where squidward gets fired and is uh well he he quits because of a workplace incident and lives with Spongebob
1: Yeah and that's a great one too It's been a long time since I've seen. Either of those episodes, and I'm I'm eager to watch them. Oh boy!
0: Yeah. Why don't you tell them who you are?
1: Sure. Uh, so I have been one half of your hosts. My name is Alexander Beardsley. Of course, uh, you can find me on the internet under. Uh, I mean, you could find me under that name, but most of my accounts are under the name Ashton Waganda, A S H T O N W A G A N D H A and uh you can follow me. I'm I'm not super active on most of my social media anymore, but you know, I do what I can. Um you can find me, you know, if you have a question for me or a comment or a concern or whatever, you know, uh let me have it. I don't care. Uh
0: He doesn't care.
1: I don't give a I don't give a rip. And uh you know, I love SpongeBob. I love you all for listening, especially if you're hearing this part. I, 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 uh, I know myself. I sometimes don't listen to the last uh, handful of minutes of podcasts. So if you're hearing this, I really appreciate you, and uh, thanks for listening. Uh, and my co-host, of course, is
0: Zach Main, Totally Red underscore Zach. Uh Find me on the internet as well. Check out our YouTube channel to catch up on the eggs FL action that happened. Uh, send us an email at Productions at gmail.com or send us a ma- message through Facebook or something. We uh, haven't done in a while, but we do sometimes do offshoot episodes of something else. So if there's something else you'd like to hear us do while we're in the middle of this season, uh, give us a hooty hoot and we will try to accommodate or, you know, bring up some things to talk about, whatever it is. Um, Just uh, we enjoy talking to people with similar interests and people that appreciate what we do because that's the only reason we keep doing it.
1: Yes, indeedy. And I mean, I just like, like I I said earlier in this episode, is like I, I do enjoy analyzing things and, SpongeBob is a little bit interesting to do because sometimes I overanalyze certain things, and I think you do too, to to a certain degree also. But that's kind of all part of the fun, is where we're kind of uh, we're watching these episodes and we're kind of like looking at like, wait a second, this doesn't make sense. Why would that happen? But of course, it is a cartoon, and that's all part of the fun. But. uh You know, we hope you guys enjoy our our silliness and our our commentary on these things because I enjoy we We enjoy doing it, you know. So uh, thanks again.
0: So if you're still here. Have a great time.
1: Yeah, have fun out there, you know. Oh, you want to hear a funny
0: story at the end for the people listening?
1: Actually, wait, straight up, though, too, I should say I'm uh, super active on Animal Crossing New Horizons. If everyone, anyone listening to this is playing that, uh, oh, man, I mean, I'm not going to recite my Switch code on here right but now. Hit him but hit uh, up. But, yeah, hit me up, and we can, uh, we can link up, and I'll visit your island, and you can visit mine. Uh, yeah, that would be fun. I would enjoy that, actually, a lot.
0: I can only do it in person because of my modded Switch. But... I wanted to say this funny little story where uh, yesterday my mom had like five cops come to her house, all in their own cop cars, and they were like, ma'am, is your husband home? And she's like, "Uh, yeah. It's like, "Uh, well, the neighbor said that he threatened him. (laughs) And my mom was like, did you go over there and threaten the neighbor? And he was like, yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah, he said he was going to beat his fucking ass, is what... The way they made it sound. My dad's 85 years old and he was very drunk at the time, too. He's not going to do anything, you know. And my mom's right. like, here, you can have a look at him, but, you know, we're not going to do anything. That guy's just an asshole all the time over there. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And, I mean, they just left. Uh.
1: <laughs> really? They were just like, oh, it's just an old man. Yeah. Like, they were like, uh, just stay
0: inside and uh, don't say that again. <laughs> that's funny i like how
1: he was just like yeah yeah i said that it's like Like, oh (laughs) yeah i
0: I said that why do you ask
1: right right.
0: yeah oh oh bob all right that's bozo for you (laughs) dubbed over yeah bozo all right and with that (laughs) peace out everyone bye y'all
1: gucci that's what we say on this podcast